0: Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things, also. I'm Jarvis. I'm Jordan. Okay. So, we are talking about Squid Game. If you want to go to that, we have like the chapter markers. This is a podcast. It's about feelings, it's about other things, also. We do talk about our feelings, we do talk about some life experiences, we talk about some other stuff before we get into it. But if you are just interested in the topic, uh, it's a longer episode. So, you can, you know, head on over there. Thanks for being here. Hey real quick lighting is different i know it's because we it's episode 100 uh of sad boys and we we didn't plan this but we had a very you know uh you know feelings and other things also conversation for the first hour and a half of this episode and then for the back hour and a half is the squid game zone and so it's an extra beefy sad boys for you to celebrate 100 episodes of the podcast
1: thank you for it thank you to jacob thank you to the whole team it's it's actually insane that we have four
0: more years and all that okay anyway back
1: to the show no tape baby oh whoa are those from the place from our secret spot yes sir they look great six pairs i did one arrived okay that's (laughs) wild (laughs) they told me it had arrived and then i called back and they were like oh at your house no Mm, no 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 we couldn't we didn't i took it back do they, they go to the post office they don't know what <laughs> they, they're gonna follow up and try shipping okay. it again there's like oh this you wanted to wear the glasses yeah you wanted to have them um, oh lord nope
0: Scatterbrain over here i i
1: need-
0: i had a thing where um my address wasn't registered with the post office mm-hmm. and so i wasn't allowed to receive mail the mailman like he came to me and he said, hey, is this you? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm like, I reached for the mail. He goes, no, no, I can't give it to you. Nice try. I'm not allowed. Is this you? Answer my riddles three. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm not allowed. Uh, you've got to like do some shit with the post office. And I was like, I do? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and so then they were like holding all my mail for a while. Hostage, I think.
1: But it's mine. But it <laughs> was mine. Mail.
0: I was literally, there was a, a box of like, tr- uh, the treat training treats that i used for dipper that was just held hostage at the post office for like two months i, I mean think, i
1: still get stuff shipped to you now yeah yeah and sucks so much yeah I'm, and, i think mm. i'm re-upping my lease and i think a part of it is going to be a stipulation of like brother you're a great super i love this place everything works every single person that lives in this complex of like 20 they're each individual houses but what there's like 20 of them yeah they have three different types of address and all of the numbers are the same it's all two 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 two, wangle two 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 two, dangle and it like people turn up at the identical long out exterior and like which of the 50 gates do I use right what is the code it's mildly different for each and then like when I'm inside, which side is it on? It's security through obscurity, but what you were securing
0: yourself from is mail. It's the things I bought with money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's Uh, my Tide Pods that I need soon. Yeah, you're secure from receiving things (laughs) and having friends know how to get to your house.
1: (laughs) Do you remember my old spot? Oh wait, actually, you hadn't moved down when I was like, for the most of the time I was in my old LA spot. I do
0: remember the, it wasn't Koreatown, it was, it was... Yeah, it was uh, Pico Union. Was Pico right by, Union, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I do remember that place because
1: there's a, a video that I recorded in it. Of course, yeah. You questioned yeah. me before the move down. And yeah, we did yeah, the yeah. Patreon prep right after I moved down.
0: Oh, man, I remember we made the little um, presentation. For those who don't know, Jordan and I, uh, not only did we used to work at Patreon, but Patreon has a yearly... Convention of sorts, and it's changed over the years. They actually recently just had it in LA, Oh. and we were invited to attend, but both of us were out of town. Um, so that would have been a, that would have been like a, a a return, a fateful return. So maybe next year. But anyway, we <laughs> maybe hosted,
1: when they can afford us. Yeah, trial, you know? we
0: hosted a Patreon convention once. It was like hosted by they included Sad Boys in the billing. Mm. So if you Google like. Patricon 2019 or something like that, you can find photos of uh, me and Jordan on stage looking like we don't know what we're doing, but we were, we were surviving. Which,
1: you know, on reflection maybe we didn't and might not still know completely. I do think there's, it's weird now being in the future and just having the hours on mic, not just Mm -hmm. for this show, but the, I, like now, no adrenaline goes on after we hit record. There's no like, oh yeah, no that like yeah, you know, I got up recently to do a speech at an event that was not entertainment focused, but yeah. I got up to you know an off the top kind of you know clank the glass, whatever right. It's been a while since I did like just in person public speaking, yeah, and I was ready to be a little shaky. And I got up and I'm like, it's just the podcast. It's whatever. I, yeah. At this point, I can't do much. I am dumb as a brick. But this is like. It's, nah. it, it comes second nature. Yeah. The um,
0: We've definitely got some hours in doing something.
1: Oh, and thank you for everybody that listened and posted the Spotify Wrapped. Speaking yeah, of hours. Speaking so, of
0: inconceivably large numbers of hours. Yeah, we are recording this on the day that Spotify Wrapped dropped. And there are a lot of... So, by the way, we're on Spotify, if people didn't know. Uh, it is a pretty convenient place to listen to the podcast. Um, and the video versions of the podcast are there. So, if, that's, if that interests you, then, you know, go for it. Lots of people have Sad Boys in their Spotify rap. We got a lot of people who it's their top podcast. A lot of people listening for more time than we've released... <laughs>
1: podcast more times than we've recorded met about yeah <laughs> uh which is cool by i would i mean i guess i should I, there's no rap for uh you know youtube as a consumer of youtube yeah but i would be really curious what my hours are and kind of my casual background listens but mm. i don't have a show channel anything that would eclipse i don't know a thousand minute. I, oh, like I watch no so
0: much YouTube. I think I I don't have maybe not a single thing. Like no a single. single channel It's yeah.
1: the only entertainment. I like I just justified. I just put Katie on my YouTube uh, Premium Hell family yeah. plan because I'm like I know There's a mental barrier to get there. hmm but when I look at my little YouTube premium stats, and I just see like 200,000 background play hours it tells you that? Uh, yeah, if you go in the premium section, it just Hold tells you where it. Wait, now. live. I'm, I'm going to do this. And I believe it's all time.
0: Oh, this is about to be very wild. Um, oh. Yeah. There oh, we here go. we go. Here we go. Yeah. Do you have any guesses for me? So it, so it goes, add free videos, and then it says a number of hours, mm. and then background play, and a number of hours. I've been a YouTube premium member since October, 2020, but it's worth noting that I have had YouTube premium since the beginning because I had Google music yes. beta mm. in 2014. So I, I still pay 7.99 for YouTube music and YouTube premium because uh-huh. I've been grandfathered in or whatever. And it says like under your name, right? Member since all the way back then uh it it doesn't say it here because they've changed what it means but premium member since october 23rd 2020. but so
1: so it's only counting since october 2020. because mine for whatever reason has maybe oh it's because i upgraded i guess for the family plan to add katie to Mm -hmm. it but mine is only from uh october 29th of this year oh so my numbers are a lot lower now oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um i don't know 2,000
0: hours. 2,000 hours, which would be 2,000 divided by 24 is basically 100 days, right? Uh, That would be like... That would be 83.3 days. 83.3 days of just straight listening, right? Okay. so And then there's background play. Mm -hmm. So there's how many ad-free videos you've watched and then how many videos you listen to in the background. Ad-free videos, I have listened to 6,570 hours. How many? How many days is that? Divided S- by twenty four, six thousand. How many? Six thousand five hundred and seventy is two hundred and seventy three days. Oh, so, oh, so that old of the last three years, one third of that has been watching <laughs> YouTube videos uh in some capacity, and then background play is
1: sixteen hundred fifty hours. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, minus. Is- Boned. now. I, may, I wish I'd taken a screenshot of my old one because now it is in the last month and a half or whatever. Uh, just it's like 110 hours on ad free videos. Well, whatever. but
0: like the reason this is actually super relevant is because every time Spotify wrapped comes around, okay, the past couple years, probably since I got YouTube Premium, uh, this is not an ad for YouTube Premium, by the way. No, it's not as It's necessary. just, uh, it just, I like
1: knowing the numbers and this is embarrassing. And but, and we can also. Uh, just by the expense as a professional expense. Oh, absolutely. If we record something on stream and you just do something on gold or on my job, yeah. we don't want to do ads for other people while we are watching something. Yeah,
0: again, I am also grandfathered into an $8 a month plan. So I have been incentivized to not let that go for, for I think you get a lot of value. You know, it's like you get a Spotify competitor in YouTube music, which it's not as good as Spotify, but it's something.
1: And then- um, i how tell you, know it's not an ad by the way. I had zero seconds of Spotify, of uh, YouTube music.
0: Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, pay. my YouTube music was three, <laughs> less than three hours or something like that. And you know why there's, uh, there's even three hours? Is because uh, when YouTube music beta came out, the entire, it was a time when iTunes was still around. Mm. And iTunes, for those who don't know, is a place where you'd store your music library, the files. So, uh which is it's like a it's like if you downloaded music if you downloaded the music and you had the individual little MP3 files. Under like a
1: computer yeah
0: and so what you would do is you would take CDs and you would buy you'd buy a CD you'd buy the Killers Hot Fuss right of course and you'd put it into your CD player and then you'd put it you'd open up iTunes or you'd put it into your computer you'd open up iTunes iTunes would scan the grace the grace note music library mm-hmm. to to tell you. Uh, to recognize, oh, these are the Killers, this is the Killers album, and here's the names of all the songs. And then you can uh, import it. And then it would scan that, import all the songs into your library, and then you'd have those little files sitting in your iTunes library. And then you would like have to plug in physically your uh, iPod, and it
1: would like sync sync in. Now, it, for those confused, that is some of the letters of iPhone. And yeah. I can see it kind of sinking in for a sec. It's there. close, yeah. But an iPod, is it, it's basically a device for music, but only prepared in advance. So imagine (laughs) an iPhone without the phone. Mm -hmm. Without Uh, most of the stuff. And then
0: that was the iPod touch. And then before that, it was, uh, it had a little, it had a little click wheel. And it was basically just menus mm-hmm. through your folders of
1: music. So and, then, and on like the screen, and that a, was revolutionary when it came yeah, out on a screen that is like it was, was eclipsed by the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, <laughs> it actually was maybe one of the higher
0: DPI. It actually because uh, I had the i the first I got an iPod video in middle school for like Christmas, and um, it was maybe the highest DPI screen I had ever seen at that point. And I would pirated. No, I didn't pirate it. I uh, it was never. I synced my iPod with Russell, my friend Russell's uh, iTunes, and I got uh, all these episodes of The Office, and I did pirate stuff as well. Uh, statute of Limitations is out, baby. Um, I would never, so. And so I would watch The Office uh, before it was on Netflix, before it became passe or whatever, to like The Office. It was
1: still airing at the time. I'm old. And uh, I would line- The Office, which is a show that was on- Yeah. Television, which is like a box that is kind of like a computer, which is what your phone is now. Um so anyway uh we got away
0: from the plot here which is uh On your iPod On my iPhone. Why did I say iPhone?
1: We were just over the iTunes video. Beta. Oh so yes. So the reason
0: the right. or the reason that I was using the Google Music beta is because they pitched themselves as the cloud iTunes mm-hmm. so you could upload all of your music to the cloud. Nowadays that sounds like a um Honey pot for uh, finding pirates and like <laughs> yeah. prosecuting them, but um, but it was like upload. It was very much in the beginning of the cloud solving all problems. Oh, just put it in the cloud, and uh, the cloud is just computers that someone else owns. <laughs>
1: um, there are no clouds involved. Made out of magic. Um, You'd
0: upload your music to like Google servers and then you'd be able to stream it anywhere. So you didn't need to lug around your gigabytes, which was big at the time, of music library. And the reason that I did this was because to this day, there are like, I used to collect rare MP3s. I used to collect like live like performance oh, yeah. recordings, rare B-sides, unreleased songs and uh, those would go in my iTunes library hidden and then there'd tracks. be no way to stream those or mixtapes off of like dat Piff that you couldn't, that weren't on
1: streaming websites. So that still is a problem to this day. And- uh, Which showing your friends when you are the one that cracked the code, that feels like national treasure. Like and, the Da Vinci code of getting access to like a hidden track and on I like a Gabrillas album.
0: And so, and and then the the thing is all of this, I'm, I'm pretty sure that all of this feature is gone now. Like it's been gone for many years, but your uploaded music, YouTube still has to keep it around because otherwise they're deleting people's like history of their lives. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good point. So over time they started replacing songs that they could recognize with like higher bitrate quality mm. so they could only keep one one um, copy of it on their servers, for example. But the stuff that they didn't have, they couldn't replace. So to this day, I that's where uh, my old podcast when I was 14, is still the uploaded podcast. the random podcast it's on it was on my itunes which was on my google music which is now on my youtube music nice. um and then like you know old random songs and stuff are still on my uploads like there's an uploads section on youtube music that you know and i'd never open this app but if you go to my library okay hi jarvis what are you doing here yeah there's the random podcast but yeah oh. i'm on uh, you can go to uploads I think like, the logo for the random buggers yeah it's a it's an upside down r because we're so random sure, and then it's insane. a peep it looks like the playboy bunny is the main uh feedback we got God, that's twisted but even like this like this drake album art here or not that's you know some other stuff that drake album art is a fan-made mixtape pre so far gone coming out in 2009 or like these are like rips of like i made it Playlist of Utada Hikaru songs called Utada singles. I don't know as well so that I could learn them. <laughs> there? you have a workflow Yeah, these are my on-the-go playlists from iTunes. So like on the go Oh god, yeah iTunes would like make these playlists or you could make these playlists like like I'm about to leave the house I'm gonna make a playlist on the go or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, They were Basically like oh, I'm about to uh, this is what I'm this is my list of things. I want to listen to and i still have 52 at least on the go playlist that i had at the time this one is on the go 52 it's three jonathan colton songs um <laughs> on the go it's a pretty short on the go yeah it's on the go to my bedroom <laughs> on the go 23 the episode uh 254 of Daisen and x the dragon ball uh podcast which has now become uh cons and shoey x and it's still running by the way shout out to them shout out to mike labrie Vegito EX and the Muggle cast and the Muggle cast also still going. Uh, shout out to, um, Andrew. But what is his uh his, his he's got a great name, um, Jordan. I'm fa- Andrew Sims, oh. and his like Twitter at is Sims. Yeah,
1: yeah. Shout out, shout out to Muggle Cast back in the day. Um. Yo, shout out to the comedy button. Shout out to me uh, drawing down ideas for an Arctic Monkeys music video while I was on the bus. Shout out to me not getting laid. (laughs) Shout out to to the band
0: Hey Monday headed up by Cassidy Pope who would later win the voice and become a country pop singer. Um, But (laughs) when she was in in the pop punk days, I was fucking with Hey Monday hella. Um, All right, well, that's enough of... uh, Oh, uh, you got to have Logic Bangers, a playlist oh by God. me. This will never, well, oh, geez. Oh, oh, uh, how about this playlist? Code to this. <laughs> and it's, uh, <laughs> it starts <laughs> oh, it's with to s- my, <laughs> my, uh, my code to this playlist is six foot, seven foot by Lil Wayne, Confessions Part Two, Insane Shift by Usher, So Appalled by Kanye West, Sleazy by Kesha, Grenade by Bruno Mars. What is this playlist, dude? Katy Perry one of the boys uh, that's a that's a sick song shout out Katy Perry um but anyway yeah so all of this is to say these days i'm not listening to music very much sure. and it makes me feel like a weirdo
1: I, it definitely feels like i have less appreciation now that not just in a well look how accessible everything else is now but more in an option paralysis thing Right? Mm. like i guarantee i'm checking my spotify wrapped thing maybe we'll check it out on the patreon well listen my spotify wrapped i'll tell you it's embarrassing
0: and I'm open to sharing it with our patrons on patreon.com slash
1: boys. That's where I'll leak it. But like YouTube premium, you're not obliged to check it out. We uh, will always provide plenty It's just entertainment for money. Stuff there's, there's, this show's free. I guarantee whatever my Spotify Wrapped is this year is almost identical to last year. Because I have my downloaded albums. I have my original soundtracks and stuff that I specifically listen to if I kind of want to learn production a little bit like I want to try and listen for like little nuances and see if I can recreate them in something but if I am for just entertainment and hanging out it is the same playlist as it has been for four years every now and then I'll hear something new add it to the slaps playlist Ooh, and I will just (laughs) I'll turn it on while I'm home I'll stick it on the Alexa and then all of a sudden like a Like strange, like a health noise rock track comes on, Mm. and the Alexa can't handle it. Like this, this, it just sounds wrong. I'm like, sorry, Ethan, yeah, I screwed up the vibe.
0: I so so sorry about the vibe. Everyone hates me. My apologies. The vibe. vibe.
1: How you doing, dude? What the fuck is up? I'm doing. Sorry, that was really aggressive. Well, hey, you. Sorry, I'll try again. Try it again. How you doing, you bastard rat? Oh, okay. Sorry, that's nice and inviting. (laughs) It's cute. I, I'm doing
0: good i'm i I'm glad you asked me because I was like I definitely want to talk about how we're doing today and sometimes we don't but one thing is that for a uh, med update first of all I got, my uh i got my medicine finally they i said got it my, couldn't be done they said it couldn't be done vivance went generic and then there was a, a bull run towards the the every pharmacy in america to the get the hype
1: beasts the, were up front Liz
0: dextram <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is and uh i couldn't get it for a while we called all the pharmacies around eventually found it i was able to get a prescription at the pharmacy and uh so i got it so so the did day you go to like a saved, little pharmacy
1: far away or something do you like not that a, far
0: away, like, but but yeah, it was like not the normal one. It very much feels like I'm hitting the snooze button for 30 days mm-hmm. until like the mad dash of next month comes. Mm-hmm. But there's that. I also um, I had a uh, like when I got my um, when I got my deviated septum surgery. I stopped taking unintentionally, actually stopped taking my, um, like an, like an anxiety medication. Like that also helps with depression. It's like kind of just supposed to help with everything. And I was in bed for the better part of a week, like not really moving or doing anything. And I didn't, I was just sleeping and I wasn't thinking about medication or routine or all of my routine was kind of shot and you know especially with ADHD but not even to prescribe anybody the lack of routine can really disrupt your everything and it for me the lack of routine disrupts my everything so I forgot to take this medication then like weeks went by I realized I forgot to take it but then I was scared to pick it back up because I wasn't sure because With these medications, I like feel like before I talk, before anything happens, I need to talk to my psychiatrist, make sure it's okay. Um, um, there's a ramp up process. Exactly. And because I needed to send that email, that's another executive function thing mm. on the plate where I'm like, I need to do this. And then- I need my anti anxiety medication so
1: I can send this email to get it.
0: Exactly. And I didn't do it. And then more time went by. And then,
1: I, wait, you don't have Vyvents at this point? Is this crossing this over with also, that?
0: Well, yeah, uh, I, I haven't, I've been making do without being able to fill the prescription. Fortunately, I like was able to stretch out some stuff. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, the email didn't get sent. And until this past week, I finally sent it uh, because I was like, at a certain point, I was like, oh, well, let's just see how I do without it. I should be fine. But I've found myself, first I found myself really sad. Around TwitchCon, I think I talked about it, it was a very dark time for me. I now think that was maybe withdrawals from mm, like oh, the yeah. medication. And then um, recently I've been finding my mood being way more spiky. And that is something that the medication is supposed to help with. So it's like- oh, Is wait, it a
1: stabilizer specifically?
0: It's not, I actually do not know what type of medication it's classified as. Let me I, Google it. I mean, success is always basically the same. Used to treat major depressive disorder. Its effectiveness is viewed similar to that of other antidepressants. All right, so let's go with that. I wasn't sure if it was an SSRI, uh, so I didn't want to say it without knowing, but-
1: Antidepressant for people who-
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's like a serotonin Serotonin, uptake inhibitor or something. Yeah, so recently I was like, I've been having a few extremely spiky days where- the wrong thing hits me at the wrong time and my mood is completely shot and I am outside of myself knowing that it's like, not reasonable that mm-hmm. it's happening but I'm like, not able to do anything about it, I go, oh, oh God, this is awful and I feel so bad oh man, I wish I didn't feel like, you know how people yep. are like, oh, just don't, depression's not real, just don't feel the feelings or whatever? Shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like People who say that, like you're wrong. You know, you can, like I can in- intellectualize all of it and know exactly what to do in the right moment and still not
1: be able to. Sure, like you know, yeah, the only yeah. thing we can be capable of is how we displace that. Yep. Like if we then get aggressive with other people, then that's like, that's where we're culpable oh yeah and it's like you're culpable for your actions but thankfully nothing
0: in impacted other people to my knowledge i don't think um i think maybe i was a little bit more short with people when like things would go wrong or maybe i was less normally i'm very like make sure everybody's doing good maybe i was like a little bit more terse and things like that um but i uh, people in my life let me know i i think it's more i just go internal Mm -hmm. with that stuff and i um now that i've identified what is probably the problem i did get that email shot off uh my psych was like actually you do you should ramp back up so started a lower dose so we got me prescribed a lower dose again and we're gonna work our way back up so i'll see you in 90 days or whatever (laughs) however long it takes to like rebalance everything but I' feel on the right track again there, and now I feel a little bit more like a it's it was for sure doing something, yeah, because one of the things about medication is that for me
1: i I can't always tell if I'm experiencing any different it's like really good, good cosmetic surgery yeah if you can't notice that's good that's the working one it, and people are like yeah plastic surgery never works it's like well only because you know the bad ones yeah there i can always tell <laughs> type b or whatever and it's like hey man you if especially passive and like ambient medication that's just supposed to make you feel all right yeah that is not responsible for making you happy it's just responsible for letting you become happy I almost said I've had plastic surgery. Can
0: you guess where? But then realized that that would invite so much conversation and uh, input about my body that I don't want. But do you want to cut that? No, even no. Oh. I'll, I'll say it. I had a, a gynecomastia surgery uh, in 2016 because I had like hard tissue under my uh, breasts that like I like lost. A bunch of weight and i was like feeling really good about my body but i had this like hard tissue and so it like like i didn't feel comfortable in my body i didn't feel like it didn't feel i didn't feel right it's It's, not it's not something you
1: fix with exercise it's like it's not something you fix
0: with like it's unfortunately you can't fix it with exercise uh it's like usually happens uh with guys like hormonally like when they're like around puberty time and uh there's no real health risks but it is a medical thing. So it's funny because I, I had to pay for it out of pocket. It's like the first big, like, thing I did with uh, my money as a young, like, f- fresh out of college, like, finally, like, making adult purchases type thing. Yeah, we knew each other. We time, knew each, so each other. We, I. Yeah. It was like the, the basically the winter, the winter after I started Patreon. So mm-hmm. it'll be about, let's see, uh. 17 18 19 20 21 22 23. So it'll be about seven years since I had that and every single day I've thought about it and been happy I yeah, did it. Right it's sure. very much gender affirming care. It's very much like I feel like so much more comfortable in my body and my body makes sense to me. It's like it's like weird having like a little like giant like it was like the size of a golf ball like um like thing under my chest. Sure. And it was crazy and like um, and it's a thing I never talk about. Uh, it's a thing no one notices, no one cares. Uh, I've told people, and then they go, "Oh, I never would have." And I'm like, "Yeah, well."
1: Um, it's kind of the thing. It, it's not. It's reaffirming for you. It's reaffirming That's for what me. What it's been affirming. Nobody. I I have had a history of like body
0: image issues, and this was something that like helped me so much that I could never tell someone what to do with their body and like and it's just like but like for me it was like every day i used to do this i used to like pull my shirt up because i was like it's like folding into my like stuff and i like don't want like it makes me aware of my physical form and like i just like don't want to think about my body i want my body to like be a sort of aspect of me that i like take care of and i like live in and i honor but at the same time i don't want to like think about the way i exist externally in the world and that was something that like helped me with that a
1: lot um especially if you're like the explanations you're getting for what you should look like are i mean at least for me maybe this is also like not growing up with a primary male figure in this you know where, mm -hmm. where we grew up like I my only rule set for what was like aesthetically masculine was movies and TV and very early on was wrestling which is like not a good reference point to have especially when like you know not like not like a white guy you don't you know you am built a certain way maybe yeah and uh yeah I mean shout outs to people that have even even more complicated scenarios to try and figure out for yeah but. definitely um but I will say just cuz I feel like
0: people hearing this might find help in it. Uh, just knowing that someone that they like are aware of has gone through this. Uh, and you, you witnessed this. Uh, I had to wear like a compression vest for like six months or something That's like right. that. Like, um, where, and it was like, I had different ones and I would try to like hide it under my clothes, but I was never that concerned about it. Cause it was like, I was like, I finally felt like myself, um, under, like it was like my external and like my external self reflected my internal self. And I think also that's like, I'm all for, um, accepting your body as you are. I think it's a, it's another thing. Oh, another thing I'll say is like, I jokingly say plastic surgery, but like some people wouldn't consider it plastic surgery cause it is like, um, it is, it is elective surgery. Uh, and it's non, uh, What's the word? It's like a, it's a, it's a condition that isn't harmful
1: to sure, you yeah, to have. So. so, so insurance doesn't cover it. So you have to like pay for it out of pocket. I, so. Yeah. I know there's a lot of dicey words in there. I, I suppose t- there's no debilitating element to yeah, it. But
0: there's like a term that they
1: use, but right. I, I can't think of it. But anyway, like uh, a prosthesis or a burn solution or something like that.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, this is something that's like a you don't you're at no risk if you have this condition uh and so for insurance they're like well your life is not at risk so we're not going to cover it
1: or yeah. your health is not at risk there's a pretty good parallel between what you were saying about meds honestly it's yeah. a sure you could live the rest of your life not addressing this thing but it is a i mean we both had it with our teeth at all mm-hmm. point, right yeah Where i was going to mention that you want to live sure it doesn't seem to be getting in the way it doesn't seem to be like preventing making friends or like uh feeling attractive in other ways but I like I, I smile pretty big and I laugh pretty big yeah yeah and I can't do small chuckles you know I me mean? like something really gets me I'm like crying I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah wide yeah. open crawling on the floor crawling on the floor dying uh, uh, dying like a phoenix laughing with tears in my eyes and then rising stronger than ever <laughs> no heart disease actually and I it is I hated the feeling of ten percent of my brain being like, "Stop laughing, you teeth Yeah, but it's like, or ah, that we we were in a photo booth last night, mm-hmm. and when we were taking it, we were like so happy, and I at one point I was just like, I went like, "No!" ah, and yeah. I opened my mouth wide, and that's like nice. In the same way that yeah, there are a lot of conscious decisions and lifestyle techniques you can use to feel better if you are an anxious person or a depressive person or uh, a. I get I can only project for ADHD and bipolar too but in both of those cases sure but also you kind of putting you are giving yourself a ceiling if you're always going to have that anxiety and you're fighting it yeah. you're using half your brain to wake up every day and go like all right one of my procedures uh, I'm self-conscious about this issue right. if you never do meds you don't not that everyone should but if you never take um, never try every path, then you could spend your whole life blaming yourself for something that you really weren't responsible for. Right? If you didn't educate yourself on like medically, why you, uh, I forget the term, what was it? That you had like the the tissue. Oh, the gynecomastia thing. If you didn't look into that and understand what it was, you could have spent your life blaming yourself for not working out right or getting right or something. Well, these are things that like, everyone's
0: gonna process this stuff differently. And so whatever you want to do, uh, you know, it's, it's your body and,
1: um, I mean, yeah, you could have this thing and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't
0: matter. If you don't, if you don't care, then it doesn't matter. There's no like moral, like value to one way or the other. Uh, but, uh, one thing I will say, because like, I am in no way, like, I just want people to feel agency with their, with their own bodies. But for me, every day of my life, I thought about my teeth, Um, particularly like I couldn't, I say this a lot, but it's like, I wasn't just fixing the gap in my teeth. I could not bite down. Biting an apple was yeah. Like biting an <laughs> apple now is so sick. Uh, oh, I, every time I bite into a hamburger, I like look at it and I go, damn, that's a bite. <laughs> that's, that's a that's whole a fucking, thing. Dude, that's like in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> you can put uh, this on that, damn. I like truly to this day, it's, I had my braces on for like three or four years now. And I still, every single bite I take, I think about it in a positive way. And that is so cool to mm-hmm. be able to like reframe something where I'm like, I used to like, be biting down and like sliding around or using the side of my mouth yeah. because those were the teeth that touched that I could bite with, yeah. To like not having to do that, it's like still a thing I think
1: about all the time. Um, I was going to use crest white strips and they just couldn't then fit, oh, no, yeah, it bumps up and down. I'd clean five percent of the teeth at a time. If people,
0: um, well, like one thing that I've heard in the past, I don't know what the climate is on this today, but people are like, oh, you know, like these types of surgeries blah 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 or these types of treatments they're like a slippery slope because you want to fix this that and the other thing i it's been 7 years uh since i got this surgery and it's like i've never once thought about going under the knife for anything i like i feel like i that was like i did it i like you know you know mission accomplished and then and then braces was a thing more about um how am i, I going to live as an adult having braces mm. and then it turns out that no one gave a shit
1: yeah yeah plus there we've talked in the past there is that similar to when you said you were wearing the binding but what oh the um the vest or mm-hmm. oh the uh, vest. Uh, compression vest yeah There you know when you you say that out loud it could be like a, oh you're self-conscious about the compression vest but i do think it's buff like buffered by the fact that you're making progress like Initially, I get the Invisalign on. I've got little things on my teeth. I'm doing so and so. I nothing had changed yet. First set, three days. I almost immediately stopped being self-conscious about my teeth because it's happening. It's happening. I'm you're not doing self-conscious something about, about it. like. It's gonna be the rest of my
0: fucking life. That's, I'm gonna feel this way. That's that is such a powerful concept that when you're, um, you know, it's like if you're an out of shape person at the gym, like you're doing, you're you're working on it. So like like when I'm out of shape at the gym, frankly, I am out of shape and I haven't been at the gym and I'm trying to get back into being healthy and stuff. Uh, I don't think about what, uh, like where I'm not because I'm on the path. Sure. And I think that that's like a really powerful thing to remember because if you're on the path, you're on the path and that's like something that you can like, in, like encourage yourself because it t- it's so hard to get yourself to do something.
1: And if you've been on the path in the past, you know it's like a leverable thing you can do. Like, yeah, I'm getting out of shape, but I got in shape yeah. before and nothing's changed about it. Yeah, me. I mean, that's a big thing for me. Uh, Cause I, uh,
0: I think I gained like, let's see, 40 pounds, uh, basically entirely during the pandemic. And then I've kind of just like kind of, oh, I've been like slowly losing weight recently. But and then I like lost a little bit for creator class. But then I had like a lot of trouble losing weight. Um, and I and I uh, actually, um, weight stuff is weird because I don't want to sort of i don't want anything to come off as like an unhealthy thing i'm just talking about my own experience and I, i'm not being prescriptive about what anybody else should do but when it's i was just like a metric and it's the one you use it's yeah and it's also um i wanted to just be healthy and i it was, it, and i also just like didn't feel comfortable in my own skin i think a lot of it's like not feeling comfortable in your skin not feeling mm-hmm. able in my body these are things that like i wanted to feel and um and i I lost like fifty pounds when I was like twenty-one. And then I uh biggest fear was it all coming like uh, every the dam breaking and like gaining all that weight back. And it did take a global pandemic, you know, because it's like it's like I you <laughs> know, I I my lifestyle and stuff, I was like feeling really good. Uh the peak was probably like right after I got that surgery. But then um Peak of
1: how you felt about how I
0: felt you. about my body and stuff. And then uh, it was very scary for things to like go quote unquote downhill because you can frame it negatively. It can be a negative narrative that you have in your head, which, which at times I did, I'm no fucking saint. Like Mm. it's like, you know, practice makes perfect over here. And, uh, uh, and so I remember feeling like worse and worse about my body and worse and worse about myself and like that I wasn't doing anything about it. But eventually and especially when I was doing Creator Clash and I felt like I was being active, I was being healthy, um, and I just was the weight that I was, uh, I felt like a lot more comfort with it. And I think I'm still like, not where I want to be. And like, I don't know if it's fair to say this, but like, I'm not like in the perfect place. But I'm a lot more happy with my body as it is and mm. as I am now. And I think that's like a much healthier place to be than to be like beating yourself
1: up for not achieving some sort of like goal. Sure. And I think we also know that it's not, it's not just not necessarily, it's often not just willpower that's getting in the way. Yeah. That's just not like in both of our cases, medication has been very impactful, but also quality of life but also experience telling you not to to great, burdened. stress day-to-day life travel yeah global pandemic big factor too there are so many contributing factors that i think like um when you are younger and you can extrapolate that however you want you can just call it like less experience regardless of age or whatever if you start a new job for example there when you feel doubtful or you feel negative or you're struggling with something, the, our brains are built to try and prescribe it to something. Like the mystery is the worst possible scenario. Right. If you don't have a thing, an actual tangible thing that you've experienced in the past, you've been, again, not to be not to say over-medicalized, but been diagnosed with, for example, an experience you've had in the past that was reflective and you got out of later, you only have you to blame. Mm-hmm. The only target your brain has is guilt. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like annoyance, mm-hmm. like when I get like a little, I, I got I got some pain right now because I haven't been taking care of the EDS stuff, and uh, it's you know my knees, my knees are struggling a little. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah, I have been in the past. Yeah, but because I'm like, you know what it's been like, I'm I was always figuring out my meds, haven't been going to the psych enough. There's there are um, foundations I know I have to build before I do something new and more challenging. Mm-hmm. I've never done. I'm supposed to have done physiotherapy my whole life i haven't done it for like 15 years right there is i know that if something is for me if something would benefit me and i'm unable to do it that is not laziness or selfishness Mm -hmm. if you can't get up and go and get a glass of water and your throat is dry and you're stuck in bed that's not laziness or a lack of care yeah yeah because it's only for you Right. You want the water. Yeah, you want the thing. There is no like <laughs> that. I use that example because literally, specifically, for some reason, that was the clicking moment for me, mm-hmm. where I was, I was just really thirsty, and I was having this cycle it was years ago at this point. But this cycle of, I am, I suck. I'm so lazy. I'm so selfish. Yeah, which makes no sense as a type of guilt. It's about myself. It's so I want easy the water. to that narrative is so easy to jump into though
0: because society to, like, is not, like the messages that we hear in the world are not one size fits all. Yeah, A lot of it's like, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Well, people are in different situations. (laughs) You know, how about we meet people where they are?
1: (laughs) That's such a funny phrase, because it literally means something impossible. Yeah, yeah. I can't. wanted to ask
0: you, how are you doing? I know you just got back from, well, Thanksgiving just happened. Yeah, hey and in you you, for your you
1: went to the midwest maybe for the first time first time oh well chicago oh but i have this like i think when you go to a conference it's not even going there no also chicago's a big city yeah it was uh it honestly dude uh it was cold it was very cold it was also, extremely like, cold chicago isn't really in the midwest it's And Well, I mean, even uh, Michigan Rowan is on Eastern time. It's like the, I mean, really Midwest. Yeah, I was like, it says Midwest here, but yeah. yeah." Midwest is just a tactful way of not calling that part of the country the Middle East.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, if you look at a map of where the Midwest is... It's not in the middle of the West.
1: I was always very confused. Like when people would try and describe it to me, I didn't quite understand how it worked. It's um if you look at basketball conferences because the basketball
0: conferences are um in the East and the West, and most of the teams in the West
1: are not on the West Coast. I can if you zoom into just the uh, the the Midwest, I can see the East Coast. <laughs> like it, yeah. you can't hide all of it. Yeah, that
0: is not that is. Middle America. There's less west. That's the north.
1: North middle.
0: Middle Man, <laughs> I'd say
1: the entire west isn't in it.
0: Oh, you know why it's probably called the Midwest? Because of like westward expansion. Because oh, because like because like all the stages. thirteen colonies were like on the east coast, and then they were like the we have to do what is it? Manifest destiny, and we have to like venture venture west, and so it's it's west in terms of. East Coast is what like defined America to mm-hmm. start, and then everything else was going west. That makes sense.
1: That's that's where the Oregon Trail. I don't Trail, know that
0: for sure, but in my mind, that's, that's like where
1: Oregon Trail is going through. Yeah, that's the adventure or the yeah, quest yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was nice. I went over for uh, my partner's Thanksgiving. met met her family. That was nice. Went to a very a, a nice wedding, the most traditional wedding I've been to, and it really made me notice how I I, I don't know all the the Christian catchphrases like I don't know the, and also with your spirit and stuff oh like that. I
0: don't know that stuff I think that maybe Catholic uh it's I, or it's I, a different like it's not one that I, I went to like Baptist uh, sure. Cr- Christian Baptist like church and that wasn't that was
1: something that I didn't... We it's didn't have definitely it. partially Catholic. I think it's American pro... It's like... Oh, like, right. Okay. Or maybe... I don't know if there's... I actually blend. don't know. Like, I... Out of my depth here. stay by state, regional or whatever. Church of England, which is the one that Henry VIII made so that he could get divorced. Legend. He specifically built it for that purpose, but it's kind of a conglomerate of some Catholic beliefs, some Protestant beliefs, and then it's kind of adopted as the default. I grew up in... Uh, doing. I was never religious, neither was my family, but I... My elementary middle school so you would do hymns in the morning like it was mm-hmm. all kind of there I never thought about it critically I'm just like yeah at school whatever you say yeah. God none of that was any use at all it was it's like now if you like go back and look at curriculums you're like what is this new math they made <laughs> they made a new number right It. I felt like I was insane and every now and then people would they'd do this which is very I believe that's cath. that's cath. oh it's yeah right. yeah the little Mary, Mother, what's
0: going
1: on? Yeah. we him up there. I just don't even, I think I know what
0: it is, but now I'm like so scared to be <laughs> Father wrong. Son the Father, holy Son, Holy, Son yeah, and holy Ghost, yeah, the Holy
1: Trinity, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they hit me with a Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I had ghosts coming out of my mouth. I was <laughs> oh, like, oh, ghosts. And the Holy... God, The big guy. guy. And then upstairs, huh? Oh. What woman, her hate these hey, days, dude? Hey. These friggin' who knows? Who you know? knows? These friggin days. This is, I believe, a Matt Rife, uh, part of his stand up. Oh, oh my God. Married. But yeah, it was nice. The trip itself was nice. I am thrilled to not be getting on a plane for more than a month. I've been flying, and not for fun reasons. I've been going back to the UK, right? Yeah, know about that. The only travel I would be
0: doing is going to uh, the Pokemon Go tour event um that's going to be happening in february but it's in la baby <laughs> yes, let's go on fucking travel okay jealous get good baby ey,
1: ey. Uh, but yeah it's it, overall positive i mean the, it's really this can sound crazy or maybe it doesn't i mean everybody's different with grief or whatever it is so even during the funeral my, my, my mom, dad, people don't, I don't know. Welcome to, should have gone to the Squid Game time. So get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is your punishment. Uh, we, um, that, that was the speech thing I mentioned earlier. And like, it, I have had such a long, it's been such a long kind of process. You know, 2021 was the stroke and it's been kind of going on ever since. I was, I'm sure people say this all the time. I legitimately was, I'd grieved. Mm. It was like very good. Me and my aunt, we it was us all the way through it. Yeah, we're set on it. It's never easier to scar. Not a, not a, you know, I can't hide it forever. But right, I don't know. I got back. We almost a week later went up to the Midwest. I've been flying back and forth to the UK before. And yeah. All well, the whole time, all I could think is like. It's nice to be in a new place. Yeah. Oh, there's a Pokemon community. We're gonna go out with Katie's sister. I've never met her before. This is fun. This is yeah. That's really nice. That's really nice. And I was just like, I kept waking the think. I keep waking up with like one of three pop songs in my head, <laughs> and they are the ones we played at the funeral. Oh. And I don't wake up like ah, ah, those, those right, dark right. songs. It's instead like a because they were pretty happy songs. I just yeah. Wake up and like oh, vibe, dude yeah nice vibe and then i remember and then i feel weird for not being sad yeah but
0: that's that's <laughs> you have to like come in then and remind yourself that uh that grieving is all valid you know and i mean
1: thank god i'm not sad i should just appreciate for whatever well, yeah, reason Yeah, exactly
0: but also like to me and please correct me if i'm wrong because this is a big leap i uh, just as a friend uh and a friend who's like sort of in the neighborhood of things like this happening um there could be like a form of closure there yeah. where it's like there's the ramp up there's the anticipation there's the grief the eventuality mm-hmm. um and when something becomes an eventuality and an expectation then the grieving process can have begun already yeah You know what
1: I mean? Felt like there were tutorials before I started the game.
0: You're bracing yourself for impact, Mm. but you actually have already kind of put on your flotation device or whatever. (laughs) So when you don't plunge underwater, you're surprised. All right. It, You're like, okay, it worked. this worked as intended. You know, and it's like <laughs> yeah. okay, but obviously like if if anything changes, that's also a part of it, you know, because mm. it's a it's it's kind of like that thing of um what progress looks like or what people think progress looks like, and it's like oh. a straight line, and then what it actually looks like is like this.
1: Yeah. So it's like that for grief. You know, weirdly I remember Jack uh Conti, Patreon co-founder, uh we used to work for, if you can believe it. Wow. Why am I saying it like this? I say work with, like we're peers. <laughs> we would work at him.
0: Uh I I did used to work uh sit behind him. Uh, at the home?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh at, I the used office, to I oh
0: I oh <laughs> at his home. <laughs> yeah. I would I would sit behind him. He didn't know I was there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh no, he, we we had a at that very Patreon. he did a talk about the process of like his music career, but also uh, Patreon as an extension of that, and where he was with it now, and and I can never remember it one for one. I wish I could. Maybe I can find the slideshow somewhere. But I, a lot of his talks are on YouTube too. Oh, oh, he's, and he's almost certainly done that one. Yeah, I yeah. His, check that out. I
0: mean, you know, uh, very articulate guy. I mean, I uh he's the CEO of a big tech company, so. Criticize him all you want. Nice. He's a good speaker. Uh, and a lot of his
1: talks, uh, especially for creators, are are good, so. Very digestible, but yeah. anyhow, um, he did a talk at that Patreon about, he. I can't remember if he described this way, but the graphic he has, it's like, his career experience and creative journey should look like a series of lines. Mm-hmm. And instead, it's like pointillism. And it just goes up and it's a single dot that's so far off, it's almost useless. Right. Like, it's like, oh, it turns out that the example he gave was uh, him and a friend of his were voice actors for The Sims 3's teen characters. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, both aspiring musicians, they started a band called We Have Faces 2. Right. And I... I can kind of see the calculus. It was, it was like, him, he, he did,
0: I think it was like Sims 2, he did boy. boy, and then the person who did girl, yeah, they they made they made uh, an album together about how they are real
1: people and, and I not could,
0: just the voices of the Sims speaking English. Yeah,
1: but you could I like on some level I see how you would get there. I see the mm-hmm. process. I see the like the neurons firing. That's but me. ultimately, of course, that didn't work. <laughs> like, oh. why would somebody be like, oh, the Sims people have an album? I have to get
0: in there. That's me making a video called uh, Jarvis Johnson is the worst channel on YouTube uh after making the five minute crafts video and not wanting to be like the life hacks guy and also mm. wanting to roast myself before anyone could yeah uh now there's an audience for it at the time
1: not so much yeah, it's a <laughs> Tall, tall. it was order. a little they bit ask. putting
0: the director's commentary before the movie <laughs> type
1: thing talking on the designing the red carpet when you find a title for the movie yeah exactly uh, yeah man hey you know i'm all right i did have a wonderful it was it was a really nice time. I don't have a lot of traditional Thanksgiving. This is my second like traditional one because all the others like, thanksgivings or like hangouts yeah, yeah. Or, or nothing. Sometimes I missed it, but yeah, it was a chill hang, very dog focused, which is always good. <laughs> um, I did have, you know, mentioning me sometimes when I lose my shit and I just start laughing and I just can't stop laughing <laughs> and I just buy like church laughter style. <laughs> We have it on the board. Wake on, man. Um, partway through, me and Katie, we have the dog with us. So, so Fox is in a little backpack. She's been really uncharacteristic. Fox is a
0: little dog with yeah, uh, pomeranian
1: with sized pomeranian sized dog
0: with a lot of spunk.
1: A lot of like she's juiced up <laughs> and she loves social She's very excited about dogs and people, but also very quickly becomes overstimulated and starts barking if she can't get to them. She's very leash reactive. She's getting really good, but. We'd never, she'd never been on a plane. She'd never been around that many people. So we were very anxious. It was a spirit flight. So basically everyone could touch the damn dog. Damn. And she was (laughs) so good that we eventually started like no longer looking at the bag. And actually started being in the world. Right. We watched a season, like most of a season of Lost. Yes, we did. Ooh, ooh. What get, season are you on now? Getting into season five. Oh, oh we've shit! We've been
0: going crazy. Dude, season four, I think, was the one that I rewatched the most. I think season four is the best season so far. Did I the love Desmond four. episode? C- the dude. constant? Are dude?
1: you kidding me? Are you joking? You should do a <sighs> not Penny's boat, dude. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah! Incredible. I, it's just really exactly where I want it. Yeah. If you never watched it, also I recommend people watch Mr. Robot because it does a lot of the same insane bullshit mm, I recommend mm, mm, mm. Anyhow, we are on the plane, and finally once we start gazing around we wrap up our season Katie points out that there's a guy two rows ahead of us which also this is my nightmare if I'm watching something on a plane on like an iPad or something and right. someone behind me is watching it the fear like Judging what watching I'm watching you. or do, watching me watching. Oh my god, I was just. Old, on a plane. One of those old Virgin TVs, and I'm watching I was a on a plane
0: watching someone else watch the wedding, ep- Jim and Pam wedding episode of The Office, because <laughs> yeah. they had the captions on. And oh, I was like, don't do that. And I was like, hey, I haven't, I haven't seen this in a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, devastating. I'm trying to watch John Wick 2, and I know someone's enjoying it from a distance. Yeah, yeah. But we're, Katie pointed out that on a. Big, like professional scale Wacom tablet, which is a drawing tablet. People don't know, like a digital drawing tablet. Was watching an episode of Friends in extreme 4K HD on a, to- on a Wait, Wacom. He's got a stout stylus out. He's like drawing <laughs> it's frame by frame. Yeah, drawing it frame really quick. But he—that's already like, oh, interesting. Okay, hey man, if you if you're an illustrator and you have one of those, and it's the one of the ones with a screen, the you know media screen. Hey, watch it it's oh super lcd go for it he is watching friends and i started to notice every single time joey is in a scene he skips it <laughs> he fucking, nothing else he fucking hated joey <laughs> I and it was it was the episode where Joey and Chandler like leave Ross's baby sitting, and they accidentally leave Ross's baby on the bus. And they're like, "Where can we find him?" And every time, there was a scene that was just Chandler. He's not watching it again. And then Joey would come in. And we kind of I was losing my fucking mind. Why? What kind so of funny? Wow! What happened? Why, what is this relationship? Oh, my God. (laughs) And then there was, (laughs) he was in the last scene where the whole cast is in the roof. (laughs) (laughs) And he kept until Joey left. (laughs) 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 And then just watching it. Uh. Oh, dude, it was, I could not stop looking at it. And that like is so funny. I'm like, I can't laugh too loud because the dog's gonna wake up, mm-hmm. go nuts. Right. It's it's, it's church burnt. laughter. Yeah, yeah. We're close to people. There's a guy sleeping right at the end of our aisle and I <sighs> I have never in my life wanted to ask more of someone on a plane and be like, dude, I know. I know we're all tired. Yeah. It was we just came from from the damn freezing cold. But please explain to me why, what you think about Joey. <laughs> no judgment. Do you not like Mala blank? Yeah. Do you Yeah, like the performance. What's going on here? It's the catchphrase, annoying. Um, I, we didn't talk about this on the show, but I guess we should, you what? know, say that uh, that Matthew Perry recently passed away, yeah. and that's a huge tragedy. Wonderful performer, and also a very big advocate for um, addiction and recovery, mm-hmm. uh, as he uh, struggled in a chunk of friends. And he's like, I, I did not know this, really, you know. Um, I guess he wasn't, you know, he he, he he was doing it altruistically. He wasn't, like, pushing it as a social media user or whatever. Yeah. But he was very, very, yeah, he was really active in philanthropy for addiction centers and research and did a lot of uh, interviews through, I think, a, I think an interview on Piers Morgan's scummy show or whatever, like half a decade ago, and he is very articulately just mm. being like, well, you're literally just not using your brain. <laughs> like you're not thinking at all. Yeah. You need to actually consider people's emotions. You're a bad yeah. guy. Your face is weird. You're like a melted candle. Well, yeah, it's a
0: celebration of life and also, you know, a, a, a rest in peace for, for Matthew Perry. Though I have Jarvis's doctor update. I will forget to mention this if I don't. I was just like minding my own business the other day and I got an email from my doctor and I go, uh-oh, and then... Uh, we're recording this, December 1st is a a day or two away. My doctor goes, just so you know, starting in December, I'll be on uh, maternity leave for like a year. And I'm like, oh my, so my thoughts are simultaneously congrats. And also, I really wish I knew that my doctor would be gone for a year Mm. because that's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm so excited for them to start their family. I feel like I'm not allowed to have a problem with this (laughs) uh but i do have to say as a patient and anxious one uh i don't there's nothing i can do to prepare for this now because i just have to talk to someone else about
1: all of my problems god that's so like this is like when a, a a package gets stolen or something and i do just go from like hey you know live and let live to like we should have the death penalty <laughs> and there should be cctv cameras everywhere and like i just immediately lose no, all my it's, principles it's a
0: thing where it's like i absolutely have no no problem with it but uh you should a, send the baby to a facility until a i am patient, as a patient i'm like let go i have to go i have to go let go of the fact that this is the person <laughs> who has all of the context on all of your sleep and fatigue <laughs> stuff okay let go of that let go of that i'm free you are free you are free it is okay it is okay congrats oh Oh, my god oh my god how long you said (laughs) no but it's like i have no problem with any like i hope it's clear what i'm saying here that like (laughs) i I have no problem with any of it except for uh i'm being selfish in this moment (laughs) but i will say that like i just wish i had a little bit more of a day than a day because it is harder (laughs) it's hard to get any sort of doctor's appointment within a 24-hour period about anything (laughs)
1: um but it's fine everything's everything's fine i'm just i'm just i'm just joking around it is i mean i mean shout outs to the everything else about the u.s medical system i think it's i mean i'm glad that they have the, some so much maternity leave that's fucking sick
0: yes it's, i mean california oh,
1: has very yeah it's for great. its issues has very good uh, leave um protocols and stuff. I,
0: I i'd advocate for more i'd advocate for everyone i want everybody to spend all the
1: time with their kids yeah a good friend of ours got um he worked from home and then the other partner uh, worked remotely and would have to travel a lot. And uh, he got a ton of paternity leave. Yeah, it was sick. And they got to do all the adaptation. They got to like, first kid, uh, been together a long time, married you know only, only a few years ago moved semi-recently just got yeah. to adapt to and they got to do that they got to do the it's whole a beautiful stage. thing when yeah. like
0: yeah the parents can be pre- it's like seems ridiculous to have this not be the standard but that the parents can be present can both be present and not be stressed about like all the external factors of like putting food on the table and stuff yeah. because you were doing a thing
1: that is like a very very difficult thing to do because more um, often than not you have you work for an organization that Giving you that time would be just not even a noticeable dot on their revenue. They could easily afford it. So that you have like, you know, the right that all people should have to yeah, like have yeah. a child. Uh yeah, shout out to America or whatever. Um cool. Uh the
0: there's also a Matt Reif update. It was just a yeah, celebrity it? plastic surgeon who who knows if they have any sort of association with Matt Reif posted a TikTok, which is just like that's a whole thing. the The snarky surgeons of TikTok is like a weird, <laughs> yes, is just a weird space Or the the <laughs> plastic surgeons who like find somebody who's like minding their own business and they're like, "Here's how I would fix their face." Yeah. Okay, <laughs> um,
1: day one buccal surgery. Nasty. Yeah, Yuck. Look yeah. at them.
0: Take out the jaw, replace it with a uh, pterodactyl <laughs> fossil jaw. <laughs> Give hands. them nice what masculine hands? energy.
1: Left no no hand on back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> reverse the hands reverse the butt
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, but, talk about butt
0: reversal disease. surgery um and so this guy posted me after creating the greatest jawline ever seen just for my patient to get canceled right after and i think he hashtagged some stuff about stand-up comedy but the weird thing is that matt rife responded yeah that's a bad call like because i guess all the comments were like tagging him and stuff which is also ridiculous but uh this person could have just been engagement farming you know what i
1: mean mm-hmm. Um, it, Which is like cu- Fucked up By with, the way For them to do Especially not, given their position but, but Also not with a lot of any, Unless that screenshot Was taken very early That's 261 likes On TikTok Yeah Wasn't a super
0: Yeah I don't know What the engagement level Of that I mean now it's gone Hella viral sure. So who knows But um, But then Matt Reif says Allegedly I don't know if this comment Is still there Lying about medical history Is illegal Just FYI Which is a terrible response
1: <sighs> See uh, this is like when he uh, was like, uh, "Here's a link to my apology," and it was like that merch. Or yeah, whatever. this is. You're a comedian. You should be able to banter, should be able to razz him back. This is weak. Dude. There's too many. There's too many
0: implications because, like, now his joke implies that there is. He would that this guy would know something about his medical history, <laughs> right? And if he knows anything about his medical history, there's HIPAA, which would be he would be in violation <laughs> of. So it's like there's so many things where it's like. You shouldn't have responded at all. No. Uh uh should've had more raise if you did. Um you, you could have been like LMAO uh calling HIPAA RN. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like like maybe maybe if you're gonna reply it's just like no one now now everyone thinks it's real. Now everyone thinks you got this guy to fi- do your jaw. Uh and we don't know if and it doesn't matter. This is actually ties back, and it doesn't matter if Matt Rife has had any sort of plastic surgery. That is not who cares. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's uh. It's more. This is a very strange, um. Very strange post by the the surgeon, and then Matt Rife shouldn't have responded. I don't know why he did that. It's a little bit of an own goal. It's very. It's post self preservation. Because be sure. if if it's, but then also I get that he doesn't want people to. Uh, to like like look at his body and try to guess if he's had any work done like that I wouldn't wish that wish that on anyone um, and but if that is your
1: goal don't respond yeah. that is the most damage you can do like I I'll yeah, say but
0: maybe he's in a lose lose situation you know it's like yeah, I will regardless make fun of context
1: of, the surgeon's the worst party in that yeah though.
0: this yeah. this sucks um what I will say for sure uh is he probably at this point. We've crossed into a territory where like everyone feels morally okay making fun of like Matt Reif's appearance and stuff, which is whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't personally think it's like because he uh acted like an asshole in these instances and made light of these like horrible things we should like make fun of this other thing about him. People feel emboldened because, you know, Matt Rife's jokes to them harm them or are targeting mm-hmm. targeting people um, in a certain community. And so it's like, if you can target these people, why can't we target you? So I'm not here to pass like a moral judgment on it, but uh, in general, commenting on people's bodies is it sucks. This is a yeah. weird <laughs> this is a weird situation because it's it's people get into eye for an eye mode on social media, sure. and I. I'm not here
1: to I'm not here to defend Matt Reif. I think we're more in the camp of like, okay, I don't care. I don't care about like this in this specific example. Yeah, but i I don't understand it's very online like way of thinking. I've never really understood why to do every single commenter or every single discourse person has to like philosophically justify being rude online yeah i don't care just be yeah. they'll just be like uh hey you're ugly and then someone's like that's kind of inappropriate I'm like well actually you'll f- I, you don't need to justify it. you can just be mean yeah i don't care some people are just mean just and you it's don't like, have to like, i'm not making a moral judgment because i don't know you yeah i and don't it, care to yeah and it's like also i'm not people's
0: parent you yeah. know it's like I'll, I'll do what i do i'm yeah
1: whatever like somebody replied to me once like uh you, i just said like uh Kyle Rittenhouse posted something like right after that, the the first Kyle Rittenhouse shit first happened. I like quote tweeted it and I just said like, uh, "I'm gonna flush you down the toilet or something," you know, like I'm gonna put you in a dog kennel. <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah. nothing, nothing. And someone was like, "You know, he's a minor," and I'm like, "Oh, that means he right. can't do. He can't kill people. Actually, uh, yeah, it's actually illegal. In yeah, fact. it's cool if it. that And then I'm just like, "Oh, okay, yeah." Oh, sorry. I don't care is the thing. Yeah. It oh, wasn't that I didn't... <laughs> you can't correct my morals and then I'll be like, mm, either. But what so many people do is they go like, well, no, let me justify the fact that he is a my I'm not mm, even... A, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't like Kyle Rittenhouse. That's right. the beginning and end of the point that I'm making. Yeah. If Matt Reif was 17 and made those jokes, I would still say they were cringe and annoying, Yeah, you, like, you don't
0: like him. Don't you're allowed not to like him. Like <laughs> you're I don't not know doing, him. You're not just calling always, for anything to happen. You're just saying... Uh, I don't like the joke. Yeah, you, <laughs>
1: this is a mid bit. Yeah,
0: I don't like the action. <laughs> Have you seen the Tana Matt Reif clip? Yeah, that's awesome. The, in,
1: in the in the group chat, I think the one that we knocked. To yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should play it though. It is really uh, funny.
0: That's the thing. I don't really hate anybody. Some- I don't. Here's here's a very humbling experience that I've. Uh, sorry, I guess epiphany that I've had recently, because so many fucking people hate me. For really no reason, no, no reason, and it really made me realize that like people hate somebody they're jealous of, and I've Uh been I've been guilty of hating people, and when I really sat back and thought about it, it was because I was jealous of where that person was in their life. I felt like maybe they got an opportunity that I should have gotten. That was a really really good well rounded answer. I'm trying to wrap my head around. Do you think people who hate Osama bin Laden are (laughs) jealous of him? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't really hate.
1: Oh, it's looping rolled dude that, that <laughs> absolutely
0: so fucking devastating funny, <laughs> i i ha- i want to know how he responds we don't have time but well i think right at the end he's like oh, yeah. oh he's like they're gonna do a yeah. bit right yeah. oh that's weird maybe he is
1: doing uh, i'm sure he's going to maybe but that. anyway um that's just such a f- Oh, I mean, this is actually kind of sad in, in part because this is the beginning, I, not to be fatalist about it or whatever, kind of feels like the beginning of the end for being out of touch. Mm. Like, okay, I'm doing kind of hack comedy. Hey, some of those people do that. It's a Netflix special. Maybe you lost a little bit of confidence in your more esoteric comedy. You're going to do some basic bullshit, whatever. Kind of some basic bitch comedy. That's fine. You're whatever. I don't think it's very strong, whatever. I don't hate you, Matt Rife. I don't know you. The thing that every celebrity, regardless of level, does before they just become annoying is start saying that, yo, haters have become waiters. I, they're, I be single, I, the haters, they're just lying, they're just being mean, and I don't have anything to improve about myself. It's a conspiracy. So, it's no, it's, no it's
0: weird that, like, it's no reason. <laughs> like, I think that even <laughs> if I, I was seemingly being hated on for no reason, I would try to work to understand... There has to be a reason. I might think the reason's invalid. But it, it could, does not, not, yeah, not, it could exist. not be. It could not be. It could be an invalid reason. hundred percent. Like, uh um, also well, we
1: followed up by saying because they're jealous. Well, like even people if you hated think
0: that's it. child Justin Bieber for invalid reasons. Yeah. I would say it. You know, because but not like they didn't just wake up feeling it. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> but, the, but, like, but, like, those are. Uh, but the reasons were like of, they were like where we were as a society, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, and and then people, like if you look at how 15-year-old Justin Bieber
1: was treated, it was absolutely absurd. Yeah. Uh, and... People hate any YA stuff that is for mm-hmm. girls. There's that- like
0: that, exactly. There's like that thing. And there could be an element to that with uh with Matt Reif. If it's like, if if his audience is predominantly women and he's in the boys club that is like stand-up comedy, it's, you know, it, it is still predominantly a boys club, mm-hmm. then uh, maybe... That that's where that hate's coming from. He's interpreting it. He goes, "This is invalid," but then he like comes to the wrong conclusion, which is what I think is very funny. He describes it as a humbling epiphany. A humbling epiphany means that everyone it.
1: else is just jealous of me. Yeah, I actually prior to this, I kind of thought that when people criticized me, they were saying it for a reason. But mm-hmm. actually, it's the children who are wrong. It is just that <laughs> Simpsons bit. It is yeah. just like, wait a minute. But what if I'm could it be okie dokie what a devastating way to fucking live (laughs) like just getting in a getting like fender bendering someone and then just being like wait i know everything all evidence and every single observer would say it was my fault but when they say that i feel bad so i don't think it's true also some people do hate for no reason Uh, Some people like doing it
0: like Nickelback jokes. I would say that like a small percentage of people in even nowadays, imagine dragon jokes, a small percentage of the people hate the music. Most people are just along for the meme. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I mean, I think those people just don't even hate them really. Right. It's like you don't really, they, they, they hate, Uh, they love a joke it's yeah they love a a joke (laughs) they love a joke at the expense that presents as hate and it's if you interpret it as hate i think it's normal to interpret it that way uh but if you interpret it as hate it probably doesn't have a reason or the reason is just that people uh like the joke more than they like empathizing with Mm -hmm. you
1: (laughs) and i'm sure he's bundling just all criticism in with hate Mm -hmm. i don't hate matt rife but I think that special is kind of doo-doo. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean I hate him. He seems like a nice um, guy. seems somewhat personable. Seems like fame is breaking his brain. Okay, we
0: didn't talk about it in the first in the All episode right. that we talked about Matt Rife, so there's a little mini-sode well, on Matt Rife. Me up, pal. We have to address him dropping the mic. Oh, yeah. At the end of the special, he goes... um, I have the clip. What do I know? I only do crowd work, right? Dude, it's like, it's like parody. It is like parody. Um, I, I'm not upset oh, by the way. I'm not pissed off that people say that. I watched some old comedians like on podcasts, not to name any, but. Reacting to this and
1: like even they were like i didn't like the mic drop <laughs> yeah it's tacky it's like tacky yeah uh also i, I asked jacob to pull it up same energy right on the next tab oh yeah this the, the old my old favorite post um, ever ricky gervais with a mic stand over his shoulders and atheist written on his chest <sighs> a crown of thorns atop his goofy ass head. oh my god dude <laughs> that's wild <laughs> it's crazy. you should be required to
0: like see this in a reply every time ricky Gervais has a bad opinion
1: it's also next to a magazine caption on the cover that says insight and analysis africa's imaginary gay crisis what the hell is this why tact what is have this some tact. what is
0: this magazine i don't want to know we don't have time Humanist. for this all right.org.uk get out of here well we don't have time for that because we've got to get in to Squid Game. Time to Squid. It's time for Squid Game. You've been waiting for it.
1: Gimme the ink. We made you wait. Cover me in squidding. So you've seen
0: the Netflix smash hit Squid Game, a critique of capitalism and what people will do for then- life-changing amounts of money. And then
1: at the bit at the end where he dyes his hair red. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I mean, well, he's about to become the bad guy, maybe. Oh, Season yeah. two. We don't know. Dude, that's some advanced color theory. <laughs> he, he put the gross horns. He's
0: uh he's red, so that means his auto insurance is more expensive. Oh no. Auto um Yeah, so Squid Game Hold on. Can we pull up the name of the Squid Game reality show? Because it's a bad name. That's my it is, first it point. Sucks. We watched a couple of episodes. There's only a couple of episodes out, but we watched a bunch of uh, Squid Game. We've both uh, brought notes. <laughs> so we have, many not, notes. we have not shared our notes. So this is going to be our our opinions. Oh, yeah. If you just go to images, the uh, it, there's like an icon for it that's like looks stupid. Uh, there it is. Oh, here we go. Squid Game, The Challenge, a reality <laughs> competition.
1: Tara, what is that? Dude, this is like, just call it Squid Game Re- reality, I don't know, Squid Game, The Challenge actually works by itself. Yeah, we didn't need a reality competition as the sub subtitle. Critique him as you will. This
0: show is doing gangbusters for Netflix. It's doing very well. It's probably breaking all the records it needs to break, oh, yeah. which, is, which is a bad thing, I think. I mean, where do we even start? Can we just play the beginning of episode one?
2: It's like Willy Wonka
1: in a Chocolate Factory going after the Golden Ticket. <laughs> Wait, sorry, can pause for half a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually my first timestamp that I wrote down. I'm like, do you mean a game show? Also- A golden- You mean every game show? Yeah, but also Willy
0: Wonka is also based on- Or, or like- Willy Wonka is the fictional thing and then there's like the real life golden ticket with the like Wonka bars and stuff Mm -hmm. but that's just like a promotion on a candy bar and actual Willy Wonka is very
1: dark right he's a terrible he's like a bad guy yeah yeah he's completely okay with kids potentially dying and also he doesn't give you a bunch of money he burdens you with a building (laughs) um well okay my my first point is just that they are worked
0: too hard oh i guess we should explain what this is so 456 contestants compete for 4.56 million dollars in a entirely too accurate to the show squid game competition like distractingly accurate distractingly and also they have mimicked the squid game show to the point that they have reverse engineered psychological torture in the form of a game show (laughs) yeah it's like very sad. And 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 uh, yeah, so they do the stuff from the show and then there's additional stuff and there's twists and turns. And you start to, like a reality show does, you start to learn about the characters, but every one of their stories is sad because we live in a time where we're not doing so well. The economy's in the shitter. People can't afford basic needs,
1: and quality of living for a huge portion of the population globally, but including the U.S. is down. The yeah, toilet. this takes place
0: in the U.S. People are have student debt, they have medical debt, they have, uh, they need to take care of their families. You know, people can't afford can't afford to live. People can't afford, especially not buy homes. Mm-hmm. Like there was a uh, there was a great tweet uh, that was maybe I can find it because I don't want to this is really capturing why game shows aren't fun anymore it's not money to take the family to Disney anymore it's money to pay off student loan debt save yeah. the family house or finally afford to
1: get the health, your health needs met like there is no I mean that's why so few of them have prize items like you want a new Audi mm-hmm. it's like well' I'm, but I'm still on the lease for my other car that doesn't solve this problem for me i would need to sell the audi immediately can we cut out the middleman and just give me cash oh this one has way higher insurance premiums because it's sick thank you so much oprah i guess this is my problem now that you've given me while this is a game show they have gone out of their way to talk about
0: the financial strife Mm. and and just the sort of down on their luck positions that the people competing are in in order to what, drum up sadness when they get eliminated from the show? Like, what is
1: the point? This show, and I think for a lot of pretty obvious reasons, uh, obviously we don't have to go into it too much, is just in its bones a broken idea. Yeah. It cannot, a, a one-to-one or attempted one-to-one translation of Squid Game to a reality TV challenge cannot work because Squid most of the show is a about not knowing what the games are going to be Mm. it's about figuring it out and b is a cultural critique of something like this existing it's not only about the fact that they're killed at the end of it granted that's like the big isn't that crazy yeah they die but it's you know that's a metaphor maybe yeah it's like they, they die in the fact that they're just kind of sent back like them dying was the same as them just being sent back to their quality of life every right. main character in the show is on the risk of death even the bad guy with the big snake tattoo he was like attacked by uh, gangs on a bridge had to run away then escape every t- a bunch of them are allowed to choose to leave in the original show mm-hmm. they choose to and then they all come back because of how poor their quality of life yes. is that is and this is their only option the critique that it's making isn't that. It would be bad to kill someone on a game show. That can't be it. But also, there's nothing whimsical about suffering in, like, a very basic, fixable way. Like, yeah. these are not. none of these problems are things that, like, some kind of tiny bit of legislature change, uh, uh, better benefit and support services right. implemented, couldn't also fix. Instead, it's a bunch of people going, like, yeah, I... I just really hope I'm able to make it to the end so that I can pay off my medical debt. There is literally <laughs> it starts the woman that you have all we've already shown you. It starts
0: with her saying a little bit about the dream of living without debt. And spoiler alert, she's immediately eliminated. Yeah. like And that is a fucking theme of the show. Can we play like like, yeah. in, uh, by the way, spoiler warnings for i don't know the first two episodes mm. of the squid game reality show and for the squid game tv show because we'll, we'll you know it, of which it, on which it's based um but you probably knew that but i think it's important to be able to talk about the the of nitty-gritty
1: details um, oh yeah squid game the challenge which you say is a spinoff of the show squid game <laughs> yeah in case you
0: can tell it's a reality competition
1: <laughs> Uh yeah, go ahead and keep playing. <laughs> Sorry, can I throw one random thing in? Yeah, they um as you said, there's it's like a, an accurate recreation to kind of a ridiculous degree. Um, I kept chuckling every time they would bring out the pink-suited enforcer guys because I kept thinking like, this is a mall cop. You can't fucking touch me. The you can't intimidate me, dog. I think they're just like
0: choreographers and producers yeah like or or, or dancers or whatever they're like people who like can do all the the like motions because they're but they have re they have reverse engineered we've worked backwards into creating the stanford prison experiment for real (laughs) and and uh i would prefer if so many of the elements were fictionalized that it was actually a work of fiction and it was called squid game the show and it (laughs) already
1: exists and maybe had something to say and do
0: yeah um but yeah they they have the they have the enforcers which i think adds to the like kind of darkness of it it has the enforcers in like little like looking at little monitors which is for sure dramatized because it's just you know producers at their own desks or whatever um looking at the stuff but the way that they have recreated the Sanford Prison Experiment is instead of um, the prison guards being the ones wielding the power, it's the fucking reality show producers. And we've kind of lost the plot on, reality shows already been the rules, they've already been storylines. We've heard this story time and time again of how producers kind of cook the stories, they tell people Mm -hmm. to say certain things, they tell them to like play into certain things, they set conversation
1: topics and such. Which is not, you know, necessarily unethical or anything it's like you know a magician isn't really doing magic it's a part of it but yeah when it is affecting it's an
0: understood part of it from the audience or whatever yeah
1: wrestling's kind of pre-scripted but the performance is impressive but the behavior of the producers it's it's truly evil like
0: (laughs) i did not know that this um Like, uh, I've talked, I've made a career of talking about some of the sort of evils of the old, you know, like early, you know, uh, uh, early 2000s reality television. This is like, wow, I can't believe they made this in 2023 because the degree of evil feels like it's from a a bygone era. (laughs) It
1: feels like it's medieval. (laughs) Um, Why are you... Oh, sorry, one point I'll throw out is like people who've seen Squid Game, the ultimate villains or the the benefactors of the whole thing are these, you know, um, for the most part, uh, Westerners... The original show takes place in Korea, and it's for the most part Westerners that are fetishizing like mm-hmm. violence and and torture, and they're so desensitized to what you know they and they turn up in their golden masks and, and to
0: entertain. They're so desensitized that they're
1: entertaining themselves by making real people fight for bankrolling, yeah, you know. a death game, and they watch from on high, and they they turn up pretty late in the show. And the point is that hey man. So, A lot of these people are kind of implied to be like the Murdoch's or other media conglomerate owners. Like Ted Sarandon, the (laughs) CEO of Netflix. (laughs) Something like that. It's like,
0: yeah, those people exist in real life. It's like everything that they're commenting on, it's like everyone said this we've everyone's already made the point that they missed the point of the show but we're kind of trying to talk about in the ways that they missed the point of the show which is that those people exist they're called the vcs who invest in netflix the the major stakeholders of
1: the company the people with so much equity that they can never be in poverty it can't happen yeah the executive producers who go 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 no turn it up turn up
0: the because the cruel, the, it's like turning up the cruelty meter because to them it's also the money meter.
1: There's literally no reason not to in their brain.
0: In their brain, absolutely, because it doesn't matter if it betrays the uh, the purpose and the message of the original piece because it'll be successful.
1: And I cared about it in the first place.
0: And like, does it matter if it, yeah, I didn't care about it in the first place. I, I didn't just, see the show. We just, <laughs> we just paid the minimum rate for like acquiring somebody's thing. Uh, And that's why, you know, the original creator of Squid Game didn't see a huge payday because he sold it to Netflix for like the equivalent of pennies on the dollar for Mm. what it generated for Netflix becoming its most streamed show. And there's no royalty clause in that in that contract. So, you know, my uh, this is not a critique of um, the creator of Squid Game nor Squid Game the uh, show because Squid Game, the show, kind of knows at least it's 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 trying to say something, and it's also a work of art that like took many people who cared deeply about it a very long time to make, mm-hmm. and also the season two that they're making, you know, the the creator going to get his big payday probably because now he's got all the leverage to negotiate, and so like, th- I don't want poor things for p- the the Squid Game IP when it comes to the creator and the people who are invested in it, but this feels like. A, a cash grab license. Oh yeah! Because reality TV is the cheap to produce, uh, high profit margin thing. It's the reason that the company that produces Property Brothers was the one that bought HBO. It's like yeah. the people who make the really cheap to produce reality TV bought the really uh, art artistic artist forward um, home box office brand.
1: And it's why we have Max now. (laughs) If it weren't for the fact that like, like one of the other broken things about this show is that because it's on Netflix and because they have a very specific formula that reality TV has to follow, it has this like traditional Western reality TV aesthetic, American reality TV Mm -hmm. aesthetic for something that's completely at odds with that. They, They have to have these confessionals and stories and interpersonal relationships and stories about like, Ambition, like I'm all rise and grind, bro. I'm gonna figure this one out. I'm doing push-ups at night, yeah. and it, like it. If you, everyone's take... gotta fit into the reality TV archetypes, yes, because they don't know how to do it in any other way. Which means that all the like weird, creepy, macabre part of Squid Game, which is the reason everything else is so bright and colorful, it's the reason it's kids' games. It's juxtaposition. That's what's creepy mm-hmm. about it. When you take that away, it's just a bunch of annoying people playing children's games. But. I still think that it's way darker and sadder
0: than it should be without any sort of like levity or oh. or upside like I I wrote down in my notes yes, read note mode uh, I was like this needs a host <laughs> like like uh because I was like you know what the Mr. Beast video was able to avoid in all this is it had Mr. Beast and Carl Jacobs going go go do the thing do the thing and then you're like oh it's a game we can actually like look at this as a game instead of shooting it like it's a fucking horror documentary (laughs) about these people losing their chance their last
1: chance at salvaging their lives yeah Imagine, Yeah, that's another thing about like, uh, probably the closest to the way they do confessionals on this, and then it's a question of like, will they fail, won't they, it's usually contained within an episode, is like American Idol. Yes. a little bit of backstory and is it going to work? And they kind of juke you, you know, they go like, oh, this story was really sad, but they actually didn't win. But those stories are, while like they have a financial element more often than not, and they have like a dream and ambition they don't treat it like their last chance. Yes, This is my dream, not my desperate attempt to survive. And I feel,
0: to give credit to the human contestants on this very inhumane show, I have to imagine that it is the producers who are making them play this up like it's their last chance because the obvious thing to say is well why would you place so much importance in a game where you have no chance of winning you should go into this like you're winning the lottery like you basically have no shot right mm-hmm. and yet so many people the stakes are so high why is that are they, did they uh not do wellness screens on like the the people that you know uh there's a lot of people on the show that feel like they shouldn't be on the show. Mm -hmm.
1: they're either acting or I'm concerned. They're suffering. Yeah, or they are truly suffering. In ways that aren't even really like in accordance with the Squid Game vibe. There's just people who get nauseous really easily and it's just kind of sad. Yeah, There's people that start crying, not because something happens, but because they're just like stressed, it's just like there's hundreds of people in this room and everyone's yelling and yeah. they're just like, okay, let's let's let's
0: jump to the room. Well, so first of all, I set up a clip about five minutes ago and we didn't watch it. So let's uh, let's watch. Uh, let's just hit play, Jacob. Pause again. Okay, we're gonna get to the sad clip that I set up already, but the we talked about the beds and so that reminded me I wanted to we, we've now shown they all live and this is wild also they all live in a giant fucking I don't know air p- plane hangar, yeah, like a
1: warehouse a <laughs> warehouse
0: that's that's lined with bunk beds as fucking
1: high as the eye can see I do like not. the show I do not know what the like, insurance plan was on this project. Like dystopian, by the way. Look, t- oh, this terrifying! Is, this was meant, to, like in the show. <laughs> I think this is how it is in the show, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of broader and, and and shaped differently. But it's you know in the show, it's meant to evoke some pretty heavy stuff. I kind of didn't want to say aloud. Maybe maybe some stuff that
0: you shouldn't do in real life. Just a thought. And so the fact that they did this for real
1: is insane to me. Yeah. It just feels like a torture show. I, but then there's something all, like even more insidious about the fact that uh, it keeps asking us to chuckle. Like as the show mm. goes along and there's little moments, it'll say, it feels like the show and the way it's produced and the way it's cut does not know how tragic many of the backstories are. Like it'll be like, yeah, I don't know if I could handle this without this person in my life. It's actually been really difficult. And then like hard cut with a little musical stinger and they lost.
2: Like
0: yeah. it it's- like that. So I will spoil episode one. Uh yeah, this guy is like me and my brother, or me and my me and my best friend. We've been through everything <laughs> together. We're uh, we're rivals, but we're friends, and we keep pushing each other to be better. So as long as I know I've got him with me. We're gonna be great. And then red light, green light goes, and then he goes, huh! And then what happens, we haven't talked about it yet, he gets eliminated, but how does he get eliminated? So in regular Squid Game, they die. Um, Chris Kyle style. And uh, they have decided to emulate that. Um, the only thing they've really changed, they basically did the Mr. Beast approach, um, the only thing they changed was that they turned. Uh, they it's like black ink packs blow up like you stole something from the department store. Yeah,
1: they're wearing like squibs, basically. Yeah, yeah for like uh, what would be a blood explosion in a Tarantino movie?
0: Yeah, and um, it, and it's instead of blood. Thank God they didn't make it red. But I feel like that was a fight.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel yeah. like that had to have been a fight. But it's like yeah, it's black. Um, and trying they, to explain that to someone in like an executive feedback position that's saying like. Um, I feel like so. My uncle hired me, and I feel like we should have red blood like the show, mm-hmm. and then the one human working on it, going like, "Uh, well, yeah, but do you, this is. I mean, obviously, maybe I'm crazy. You know, it feels like then we're killing them, mm-hmm. and it's like the visuals of a bunch of people in a in the same uniform being murdered on mass, mm-hmm. like in the. But no, but
0: but that's what they did in the show.
1: Right, yeah. And I suppose that was for no reason. Uh, um, my uncle is <laughs> like,
0: he's really proud of me. So
1: okay, okay. that's why he put me in this position. that be really pretty fun. I think he's my uncle. We paid him to be, I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So not only do this isn't enough, the fact that they're wearing these squibs <laughs> that, that shoot like black uh, goo or whatever, uh, because everyone refers to dying as being shot, mm-hmm. killed, dying. Like that they they only refer to it as death they do not i don't think i heard them say get eliminated <laughs> like it's possible that it happened well they
1: do it if they ever say eliminated it does have like mourning <laughs> like they are like so low like they're gone from their life and, not from the game and
0: some people and it's a bit of a shock uh to have this thing like blow explode on you some i read something and it was from the producers uh where they're like p- they let people decide how much they wanted to lean into their elimination mm-hmm. their death and I like some people grab the chest and i take walk. it with a grain of salt but mm. some some people some people die, they go <clears throat> <laughs> and <throat> then and then they they lie there dead now they regardless they all lie there as if they're dying so then they keep doing these aerial drone shots of a bunch of people in the the green um suits uh lying dead
1: on the f- ground and then other Not accounting for like maybe other imagery that that could invoke mm-hmm. and was supposed to reference
0: uh-huh that's my shit and so <laughs> uh another thing some people though uh i i didn't grab it i should have i should have picked out a couple of these but some people um don't like completely lean <laughs> into it and they go uh hmm
1: they die like Skyrim NPCs. They just kind of go loose. And yeah, like, or a guys uh, just like
0: lying down and it goes.
1: <laughs> that is the funniest one. And like, <laughs> there's that guy that's prone, and because for some reason they put all the squibs based on the collarbone for some <laughs> yeah, reason. Yeah, so it splatters something into, into something their,
2: into their, their face. fucking face. <laughs> Initially, I'm
1: like, oh god, don't careful. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, that, I'm glad that lead, I can absolutely see a world where they had to get they had to give pushback on. We should just use paintball guns. Um, like, no, oh no, no, dear, no, 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 I can imagine no, that too.
0: okay, let's outside of the fact that this exists and all the negative things we're gonna talk about, I'm gonna say one positive thing. The production design popped all the way off. it's this is a, yeah. a, this is an incredible achievement it in, well, the reason that I'm saying this is that like the, the people are just doing their jobs, people like are working in their dream careers, and this is a dream job for someone uh in this type
1: of in this type of field and they they showed up they delivered nine out of ten people involved in this production are not to blame in what is wrong with this i would say 99 out of 100 yeah
0: yeah and uh and so it's really just the fact that it exists because i think there's no way to thread the needle and even the mr beast video got uh criticism (laughs) The, it's like, you look at the, I look at the Mr. Beast video with fucking rose-tinted glasses now, yeah. seeing seeing what this is. And, and uh, at least
1: Mr. Beast has the balls to be a live, critiquable person at the, front, mm-hmm. like the avatar for the production of it, as opposed yeah. to how many anonymous, you know, animal mask wearing benef- benefactors get to make this show do a bunch of unethical shit, and you don't even know what their twitters are. You know what the value of a host is? It is. It
0: It is a person to like, who is on your side, like the yeah. hosts in these shows, like even if uh, I'll, I'll give a shout out to Mark L. Wahlberg as someone who did moment of truth where it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, and that was 20 years ago. And then now seeing him on temptation Island and he's so gentle and delicate and gives good advice to the contestants. And then they all seem to like him mm-hmm. after the show. You know, it's a I I haven't seen a bad word said about him personally Uh, and me watching the show. I'm like, great. Well done. Masterclass. And um, the absence of that makes everyone feel alone. Because when you have someone there that is like, you're seeing this right or Mm -hmm. whatever, I just feel like it would bring the stakes down a lot. To an appropriate level. To an appropriate level, because I think they're raising the stakes because it's like that's good, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like I I think it it over it overcooks it, and I think it has to be less faithful in order to
1: not be so almost disgusting. I mean, they've prioritized fidelity to the detriment of the show, Mm -hmm. like as. as like, like you said, production value, the set design, the costume design, everything's one-to-one. Really impressive. Yeah, It's even, and this is actually very impressive for a, a reality show, it's even lit and graded right. Mm-hmm. Usually, it, if you watch like a live-action anime, for example, or like an anime adaptation, you just notice how the costumes look wrong because the shading's there, but the lighting isn't. Everything looks right. Yeah, from but, a picture standpoint, you never, never see a reality show look this good. But... There is this distracting. The level of fidelity is 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 so close and so accurate that it feels a more synthetic. Because I know that, but not, not not real. <laughs> like I know the Squid Game doesn't exist. So if you keep telling me it does, I don't. I don't believe. Yeah, it. yeah. And there's no one because there's no reaction outside of the contestants involved. And there's so many names or just numbers specifically. Yeah. But there's never a protagonist. There's never a single person to follow. Granted, the host isn't competing, but to have Mark Wahlberg, to have him Someone walk through who's like, and be like, you've mentioned before that your story was this. Or like, what will you go home back to now? Just a wrap up, a conclusion, or something other than hundreds of people's confessionals. All in English, In a disembodied too. voice. We,
0: now, there are shows like um, Hot uh, Too Hot to Handle where... It is hosted by Siri or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. and the counterpoint to the the stuff that I'm mentioning with that, it's like, oh, you could say, well, too hot to handle doesn't have a host. They're on a resort yeah. <laughs> and they're they're in beds, they're having the time of their lives. And there's worst not 456 ca- of them. Well, yeah, there's not <laughs> 456 of them. And worst case scenario, uh, they got a cool vacation and story. This Is worst case scenario, I got a story, but I was tortured also.
1: Yes. Um, And at least the implicit value in uh, doing smaller, kind of more glamorous reality shows like Too Hot to Handle or Love Island is that you can at least guarantee a big bump in social following and you can oh leverage no, that no though. way in hell that happens for this i don't even know what right? their names are yeah you only see the names in the confessionals they never say them out loud it's just it all it happens is like they're like number 128 what's your background and it just the name pops up it's like cassidy dental hygienist and that's the can it you forever. Oh, dude i just realized
0: there are going to be contestants on the show who put their number in their social media
1: yeah. And that's that's that almost feels like it's taking the dystopia out into the real world. <laughs> yeah, that's actually Oh god, referring to yourself as a number for any, any reason. Yeah, t- I mean the oh, the uh you, the final thing I say I guess about this set is like I wanted to avoid using specific terms but it's supposed to be it's supposed to evoke prisoners of war, it's supposed to evoke concentration camps. That's why it mm. looks like this in Squid Game. And the fact that no one at the at a level of power, a level of control over the show was able to say, we're just not doing that. Yeah. We're taking that out. I know it's not what the same as the show. We're just going to remove it. We're going to give them colorful sheets or something, or we're going to give them little cabins. There is a... It is scary that no one involved made that connection and then made the connection of we shouldn't do that. It's like the profit motive went unchecked.
0: They're like, oh, yeah. we bought, we we own this license probably. They probably didn't have to do anything additional with the creator of Squid Game in order to do this. And we're going to Yeah, go He off- probably found out about it coming out the same time as us. You. Uh, it also is a uniquely American show. Yeah. I, I, don't, I do not think any of the creators of Squid Game were involved. At least mm-hmm. I didn't see them in the creators thing. Uh, I will say one more thing about this, which is, I've watched a lot of reality shows in my time. There is a trope, going back to the you know the fucking real world premiere in the 90s on MTV, where everybody gets to the place, they get to oh, the yeah. resort, and whoa. they're like, whoa, god. oh Yo. my god. running up the stairs, like, dude, dude, there's a jacuzzi, there's, there's a jacuzzi, dude, and there's so few. They do that same shit. <laughs> it's crazy. In this, <laughs> in this, where they're like, they go to the fucking uh they go to the bathrooms and like I totally understand why they're so excited at first. And it happens over and over again in the beginning episodes because you walk in and you see something that you recognize from television. <laughs> yeah. And that is very exciting. It's like going to Universal. Yeah. You go that's the, the thing. And then you realize you recognize it from the most depressing <laughs> show possible.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, it's the basement from Parasite. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I live here now. Yeah, <laughs> it's the guillotine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh my God, what if I die? What if I, what if right, I what? Can you imagine? Um,
0: <gasps> it's on fire, woo, yeah. like the fire. And so them doing that for this, <laughs> and then them doing it for, it feels like parody, dude. It feels like an SNL sketch where It's reality people. It's like a reality TV show at Squid Game. That's kind of what it feels like. Um, Because there's no way in hell you're going to convince me the people are like
1: stoked about 100, no, 400 bunk beds. Oh, dude, literally. Yeah, the sketch would be Mikey Day is the only person being like, do. Do you guys not see how weird this is? Everybody else is like, "Yo, they got a the tall bunk bed, <gasps> a knife, and the, yeah." And then there's like, there's one of the guards holding a rifle, and he's he like, like,
0: "Look, from and he's the like thing. poking him like the yeah. fucking Buckingham Palace guards." <laughs> yeah,
1: like, uh, guys, I don't know if we should be doing that. Yeah, yeah, um, that would actually be pretty good. <laughs> too late. I mean, what? yeah, that dude, would that, be too late. This is definitely that, too that fucking would, late. Yeah,
0: that would actually be kind of good. Um. That's a rare uh, hypothetical dub for SNL (laughs) these days.
1: We'll take Um, care.
0: Oh, yeah. Do we have the, do we find the bathrooms and stuff when they like walk in? I can shit in this. Oh, hell yeah, bro. It's a little choppy. My recording got weird. Yo! Let's go! Yo! Oh, my God. Squid Game. This is awesome, dude. What? Guys, you know, Squid guy Game. To, go back. Go There's somebody jumping up and down. The wide, the <laughs> drone, like the super, the ceiling shot, where someone in the
1: back. Let's go. Up and down. <laughs> Squid like, Game. Yeah! Remember when they die? Oh, dude. Also, this is right after red light, green light. Like in yeah. the fiction of this world this is when 200 friends were killed or whatever yeah. and everyone's like the bed we got a bed do you remember when the guy he's good they eats the little honey
0: thing so you actually um we jumped ahead past right, like green light let's jump back to uh the sad woman that i keep setting up and mm. we haven't watched the clip yet
2: who's not in debt we're facing a recession I mean, I had to, um, I'm not getting paid at work for this, but you're dreaming, you're taking a chance. What's that like to be able to pay off your car? I know these may be simple dreams, but what's that like? Yeah, I got my own dreams. They may not be much, but I got dreams too.
0: And then they cut to red light, green light. Can we jump forward to when she's eliminated? Oh, my God.
1: And there she goes. That was her.
0: Was that her? I Already? believe she was
1: literally the first person.
0: Did she even? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. So yeah. There you go. Okay. Barely even got, like, a
1: glance. She got maybe three frames. She got three frames when she got. No conclusion. Just a sad lot. You know, I think one of the issues, maybe, that the show was doing is it's trying to, like, psych us out, like oh, well, we're following this person. You thought they'd be the one that survived. Mm-hmm. But it does it over and over again. Yeah. To the point where, you know, I'm on episode three now. Yeah. Halfway through episode three. And there's still no one I'm following. No. The it, only person you're following is the jock guy who that everyone hates. Yeah. who uh, Yeah, his whole thing is like, I'm uh, not better than anybody else, but I am rising and grind and I do work hard and it's all about not complaining. As soon as he yeah. said that, I thought to myself like, And why are you doing a game show? One of the first work hard.
0: One of the first things he said was only the strong survive. And then he also said, um, no, no, no. He didn't say only that's, that's from a different episode. One of the first things he said is I see everyone as money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, then I'm like, is this guy even real? He alleged he multiple times. He's asked if he's for real in the show. And then he's like, no,
1: this is just who I am. And I'm like, okay. Nice respect. I mean, actually he's a good reference point for the fact that, uh, literally the first thing that jumped out to me as soon as I saw the red light green light section is like without the power of plot armor without a screenwriter making this there's like it's just going to be the most athletic person the reason the old man gets through is because he has to be in the story like yeah the reason all the characters that survive because it's I mean first of all this doesn't work because in uh the actual Squid Game show. They don't know this is going to be happening. This is the reveal that it's a death show. Mm-hmm. When people start dying, they start panicking. People run. That makes more of them get shot. It's you know, it's uh, like a show, it's like drama. It's yeah, it's like entertainment, whatever that word is. Yeah, like they're they're, they're like playing with our minds with images and but stuff that are fake. Without that, it's a bunch of people playing children's games, which is the thing we don't play anymore because we're adults and we have real games. <laughs> <laughs> and, and We can do that. So. Yeah. And I've
0: understood. <laughs> and I'm <have> a Styrian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and frankly, I'm in love with Shadow Heart. I don't need anyone else. Yeah. Uh, i it is like a real genuine issue that there's all these people it's like will she get through will they get through i mean like i think the one that will get through is the one that runs really really fast and is good at stopping when they're running fast. okay so it's funny you mention that because
0: there's also been backlash there's also mm-hmm. been controversy about squid again can you imagine so uh one of those things is with this red light, green light. Apparently, they did this in like a uh, an actual um, airplane hangar. It was like super cold. They were wearing like two layers of oh, thermals. Yeah. The shooting day was supposed to be like um, two hours. We'll put uh, the articles that we're, we're referencing. Oh, dude, um, a shoot day of two hours with that much equipment? Yeah, it was supposed to be, it went nine. Yeah. Uh, there's this girl who uh, in the show, she she stops. She stops and she's squatting right? Yeah, yeah. And she goes, why did I do this? Why did I squat? And then it cuts to her again and she's like, I can't do it anymore. I give up. And it's like pretty immediate. And you're like, huh, that's odd. And um, uh, there were like 30 minutes between some of the breaks that they were taking to, to set shots, drone shots, blah, blah, blah. And then it's also alleged, this is either in the Rolling Stone article or um, one of the other articles. I read a few this morning. That I only read the Rolling Stone one. They cooked uh, some of the storylines. People Mm. allege. Speaking of the old man that made it through in the show, there is a uh, uh, mother-son group, and people have alleged in this article, and and their names have been withheld for obvious reasons, that they saw um, the time run out, and then they put more time on the clock so that the mother could make it through, and that. I think the issue is really to the, the insult
1: is to the players who were there. To the people that took time off work and didn't get paid for that time. For
0: didn't get paid for that time. And also I don't know where and how they were communicated about the game elements. I'm sure they're super covered in contracts, Netflix is, but like if you thought you were playing a fair game and then some shit like that goes down, uh, I, I would also be pissed. But from an entertainment standpoint, I'm like, that's how the cookie crumbles sure. in these situations. They also bring back dating show people who got eliminated from the game. Because in those things, the game doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's
1: not just a, it's only about being on the show. That's yeah, what Yeah, it's, it's about it being is. on the
0: show. And so in this, when the game matters so much, but there's not as much integrity to the game, it's hard to say. Now, the producers, uh, and there's a, an article that was clearly like paid media, that was like the producers talking to some sort of big outlet. Uh, before the show came out they said there are some scripted elements to just um, to uh, uh, accent and sort of add color to the storylines that they're already trying to tell yeah so that allow like with that statement that allows that sort of how big how how big is the um the the scripted bits right like they say it's small some other people could allege it's large really it's Um, who's to like, who can be an objective judge of like that. So, um, that's something definitely to keep in mind. I bet it's like, I bet they like cook it and then they're like, well, this person probably isn't going to win because we know this thing is coming up anyway. So we want to make the story richer and make the storyline, whatever. And so I don't think that the person who wins is not going to have worked done the work for sure, it. You yeah. know what I mean? But I do understand the backlash around um the production and the conditions especially like people were uh there's a uh, there's a quote in the, one of these articles where they say that during this 9-hour shoot day for Red Light Green Light they had to have medics called out and then people like uh this is almost like a thing that almost happened to the show where it's like People were actually hurting in danger, like cold, whatever they had to call medics. And when the medics came, the freezing conditions resulted in at least 10 people collapsing during the game, sources say, with medics being screamed for as people <gasps> fell and convulsed on the ground. One alleges that medics took ages yeah. to reach the players because producers were worried about camera shots being ruined. As a solution, masked people in pink jumpsuits were sent out. The guards, uh, on the floor with black coffins, in position themselves to block out the medics attending to a fallen player. All while the contestants
1: remain frozen in place. That is insane. And all like all of that strictness about continuity for something that the way this is edited is fucking incomprehensible. You have no idea how many people are dying. You have, no, it is like, like you know, not to focus too much on production when there's obviously more dramatic things going on. It, this is incompetent. Like the way it's shot, when they get out of Red Light, Green Light, and then they show that overhead shot, maybe 20 bodies, and then they go back to the room and they're like, 2,000 people. We actually, <laughs> half the cast is gone. And I'm like, brother, you're, the reason you're making people freeze to death is because you're trying to make a really comprehensive edit. Well, yeah. This is a joke. I cannot tell where anybody is. The geography of the scene makes no sense. I don't know who anybody is, so it doesn't matter. I
0: understand how this happens in, well, th- that's the thing, It's they're not really, doing the game as it's advertised but so they're
1: punishing them as but if they punishing were
0: them yeah and so because i understand how it gets to that point you're like okay all these people got eliminated there's all this time on the clock we need to communicate people getting eliminated at certain times but i guarantee you when it says like 10 seconds on the because it's edited like a regular squid game yeah. <laughs> like, like where it's like uh there's suspension of disbelief but you know that when it says there's one minute left on the clock and then it goes boom 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 three people are eliminated those people were not eliminated at that time yeah in addition to articles being written about some of the stuff that's going on with the the production of this show some of the cast members have taken to TikTok. tock assuming uh, I would assume they're breaking some sort of NDA by doing Don't this but uh, for our benefit
2: We had the game had to have been at least nine hours. It had to have been wow. a and remember it was below freezing. we were my the my my feet were numb, my hands were blue, constant snot dripping from my nose, constantly- just shivering the whole time. I have never been that cold that long in my life, and everybody was if you look at scenes. Um, On the show, you'll see people that still had their, because before the game started, they gave us hand warmers and they gave us foot warmers. When the game started, they told us that we had to give them back the hand warmers and foot warmers. And we could not zip our, we had to unzip our jackets. But you can see people, um, if you look closely, you can see that people still had hand warmers in their hands. And you can see that pretty much everybody had their hands in their jacket pocket. And um, the mother at the end, even when she's hugging her son, she still had her hands in her pocket. That's telling you how cold it was. When you see people jumping, as you see people doing this in the game, they weren't doing that because they were nervous. They were doing that because it was so doggone cold that they had, had to do whatever they could to um, to warm up. It was it was ridiculous.
1: Okay. That's why they're so psyched to get to the jail cell. Can I just say that uh,
0: the comments on this pissed me off? Oh, really? Like someone said... Um, did y'all watch squid game first or and then they said i mean you get what you signed up for a big paycheck and also the show it's based off is insane
1: lol wow twenty thousand likes on that deranged comment yeah that's what is making me mad four million dollar cash prize that's all i'm saying that does
0: not it's a game show dude. do you it think mean, they
1: got the prize
0: <laughs> yeah dude, not everyone gets the prize you should not be okay just buy a lottery ticket then it's for entertainment it's like supposed to be a like a a fun reality show it's supposed to be a fun experience you're not what about both yeah. What about
1: they do the show and they don't give people hypothermia? Yeah, do, are they, they're allowed to do that because Squid it, Game's crazy. In the
0: real show, people die. It's like yeah. yeah, I mean, did you watch the show?
1: Yeah, I'm like, well, like, yeah, with a suspension of disbelief. Do you think people died on set of the show? Oh my god, do, it's, you, it's, do you think the stars of Squid Game died? Uh,
0: those people are fucking wrong, and it's so inhumane. And just like think, have a like a shred of empathy for a fucking second as you're writing your TikTok comment. I mean, it's people.
1: I, I, Again, like unable to reconcile the fact that they liked something that they can't morally agree with yeah and instead of just being like i oh, compartmentalize those two things fucked up how they made that but also i can watch the show and be like oh kind of kind of strange instead they have to be these fucking top-tier moral arbiters yeah. heroes protagonists of earth are the main characters and you can't have watched something that was bad yeah. it can't be bad that i order stuff from amazon because i do it so uh, actually, you're wrong to say that they had to put When in, in reality, it's like, but things can be
0: true. It's like, ordering from Amazon can be bad, and also people uh, do it. I do it. I do <laughs> What are the replies to the person who said, I mean, you get what you signed up for, but which is oh, an insane, yeah. insane fucking thing to say.
1: Please be like a human being.
0: A big paycheck? Oh, she replied, Grandma Gone Wild replied. She said, a big paycheck? Did mine get lost in the mail? <sighs> Please, someone help me find it. Huh.
1: Damn. The winner gets a big paycheck, so it's not going to be an easy competition. What do you think her criticism was? yeah you signed up to try and anything
0: other than almost torture is insane it's mr okay was mr beast torture i don't think we heard anything about that i don't know i'm not excusing mr beast but i'm just saying like you can make something uh uh derivative of squid
1: game without it being torture it's just not what be this is running a show incompetently they're putting too much faith in netflix as like a yeah it turned out to be a nine yeah. hour shoot like no the people that made the show are not very good at their jobs or like the people that orchestrated the show at a very high level are not very good at the jobs yeah and they don't care so what happened was a bunch of people had to suffer that's not why the show exists yeah exactly. that happened as well as the show if, if
0: that was the thing they would they would have played that up there would be entertainment value to the fact that they wouldn't hide it (laughs) yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't hide it they wouldn't bring out guys with black coffins to hide the medics yeah they secretly they secretly tortured them just so that everybody inside of the show was uh being tortured even though they didn't show it on camera
1: that's like uh the people that are like like shelly Duvall famously on the set of uh the shining was just tortured the entire time. Like she was just abused and had yelled at constantly by Kubrick. He's just like a big piece of shit. Mm-hmm. He always has, always was, by all accounts. And then people that like The Shining, people that just love Kubrick, have to push back and be like, "It was for the art." You can like The Shining and condemn abuse. You yeah. don't have to do it. What the issue was is that uh, Stanley Kubrick was a crazy person who couldn't communicate. Yeah. So the only way he thought he could make movies. But like if uh, Tarantino was like, I'm, I'm, I'm making pop fiction. I'm going to shoot John Travolta. So it looks like he dies. No, <laughs> yeah. just put it back on. No, just let them like zip their jackets up. not just the give thing. them thermals. People
0: have this thing in their head where it's like you have to suffer for the art. And I think that that is wrong. No. I think dump. it's wrong. Yeah. Um, it's just a cooler narrative. Plenty of people make art and live charmed lives and don't mm. suffer at all. And many people suffer and do not turn that suffering into art. Way more of them, actually. Way more of them.
1: Most of them, because they're suffering and don't have time to make it into art. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and just because someone who can make good art is maybe doesn't have other skills, uh, interpersonal skills. This is often the case. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't doesn't invalidate the art. Within reason. <laughs> sure, <yeah.
1: laughs> um, and doesn't grant them a license to do bad shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't and Netflix is like, bad stuff. I'm sure there's also people just like, look, Netflix is a pretty big organization. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah. No. No. They, but the fact that they're so big and successful is why they don't know what they're doing some of the time. Uh, so
0: one of the viral clips going around about this show is of one of the contestants who is particularly... Mm,
1: anxious, anxious, like they were going through it. Uh, yeah, do, uh, there's plenty of words for, it, but and we're not criticizing them. Definitely, no, actually, they yeah. are they're, um, emotionally volatile in this moment. In this moment, and not in a bad way or harmful to other people. They are
0: sorry. no, no, just like they're. You know, this is just like how it's presented in the show. Um, they're like about to go up to do. They're doing the the cookie thing or the honeycomb thing. Uh, where they have to cut the shapes out.
1: I think that makes no sense as a game in America, where that isn't a thing.
0: And they don't give uh, is it, it's called like Dalgona or something yeah. like that. They don't give um context for this either. No, just imagine squid having not seen Squid Game. <laughs> squid Game is the context. So um, yeah, they've got to cut you know um shapes out of a honeycomb. There's like a circle. There's a triangle. Is there a square? Uh, no a triangle
1: triangle a, a star. star
0: star Yeah, star and then umbrella and umbrella is the really hard one and uh funny thing happens where twice so they they get into lines and then there's a, a delegate from each line there's four lines and they need to basically secure a shape for their line but the those four people all have to agree on what shape they're going to get and no one wants umbrella so <laughs> the first time they go out there's four people and everyone selects a shape and then the guy who's supposed to get umbrella <laughs> is like i don't want to do that and then they're well, like, they
1: agreed and then one of them sprinted over and took star which he was supposed to have
0: oh right right so they broke the rules and then they got a little smirk on their face like i just pulled the wool over his eyes and then he's like no this isn't what we agreed. And then. Uh he's like well I'm not going to do it I'm not going to switch it and they're like no you've got to you've got to pick umbrella and he's like no and then and then they all get eliminated <laughs> it was it's so sick it's actually
1: maybe one of my favorite parts cuz it's just like the game plan did not work that game i would say the most entertaining like actual game so far not in the show squid game mm. it's great it's Perfectly designed for reality TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, it's what five minutes of the episode, and then they just go into this boring, nasty section. Right, and so, um,
0: and so then, so then another group of four, a delegate from each of the four lines, goes up. Uh, essentially, the same thing happens where su- the person who is gonna is left with umbrella does not want to take umbrella. Was uh, it be- the one where they did a race? They did a race, which is yeah. stupid. Um. <laughs> Uh, and then once again, they cannot come to a agreement, <laughs> and then so they, awesome. and then they lose, which is so <laughs> funny because the second time it happens, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I know it's really cool. And and, and uh, the person's like, I'm bringing you all down with me, and then no one else wanted to. I guess the social pressure of having to be the person who takes umbrella. And so then the next person in line cut to Spencer number two ninety nine. Already hyperventilating at the front of the line, already like red in the face. And this is not like an exaggeration. This is just like what is shown
1: on screen. He looks away where a more competent show would probably at least take him to the back of the line, maybe bring along a medic, see if there's, he's having a severe panic attack yeah, of some kind. Yeah, the producers
0: can intervene at any point. They're doing whatever the fuck anyway. The producers yeah, are. they have,
1: it's not clearly have they agency. They can break their own they- rules.
0: There's no, r- <laughs> like the, uh. It is not, like, I'm just going to use ironclad. (laughs) This is not an ironclad production where we're watching every minute of everything. The producers intervene all the time. There's nothing stopping them from saying, hey, someone else, take this person's place. They're not in a position right now to do this. The only thing stopping them
1: is Is them thinking.
0: They go, ooh, Mm, entertainment, ooh, drama. And so uh, Spencer goes into this room. He's essentially... He kind of then we go into a background about Spencer, how he's like meek, mild mannered, anxious, uh, uh, is questioning his faith, wants to provide for his family, happens to be a software engineer. Shout out. Um, And then he's like he makes a bad play, which is to say, hey, I'll take umbrella if uh, you guys help help each other or something like that. Like he's like says spit in the cups.
1: Yeah, which, which we should say. I honestly almost wanted a trigger warning up at the beginning of the episode. Of um, sh- uh, watch out for this timestamp. Nasty, really yeah. gross. Well, so we'll get
0: to that. We'll yeah. get to that.
1: But before we get into that,
0: the um, he basically is saying, "Help your fellow man." At least that's how I. That's how yeah. I understood it. And he was trying to be like noble about it. And I'm not They're, quite
1: sure what he meant.
0: I don't know what he meant. I, <laughs> like it seemed like he was like, "Yeah, help your fellow man," but the issue is. In my mind, no way in hell they're going to let you help
1: each other. I think it was a bit of a cope for he kind of just got alpha-dogged. Yeah, he did
0: get alpha-dogged by 432, the big alpha-dog himself. He
1: just had to be like, yeah, you know, actually, I'm willing to do that. There's
0: a point, too, where he talks about how he doesn't stand up for himself. And then there's a a clip of him trying to talk to people. He goes, no, shut up. And you're like, hey, he was trying to stand up for himself. I want to give my man Spencer some credit. But anyway... Uh, reality sets in, he chooses Umbrella, uh, and then all the
1: panic sets back in, he now... Oh, sorry, I just realized, I guess for people who don't know, it's basically a little caramel, the game is it's a little caramel treat, the harder the shape is, the harder it is to cut out. If you break the caramel, you, you, air quotes, die. That's the thing.
0: And, um, and so, uh, he then... He picks umbrella for his team He has to now face his team (laughs) Then everyone's ridiculing him Walking in going he won't even look us in the eyes It's like (laughs) this guy failed us And they go last So for the most of the game He just has to stand there Yeah and then this dude uh, This clip goes viral So all that context is for When he's doing his um, He's doing his umbrella He's getting close to the end And he makes a fatal flaw He is holding this in his hand and pushing into it crazy it It is i saw him break this i was i go what are you doing what was the plan you were what was the plan you were going to fail with the strategy this is like um i don't know why i know that that's gonna not work but maybe it's just like the basics of like lever dynamics and like like you are creating uh the fulcrum is your finger
1: you're pushing you were literally creating a a break you're the, going to break and you crea- you're putting pressure on the broadest part specifically with an umbrella you're putting pressure on the broadest part of the shape and pulling at the thinnest most brittle part of the shape no one
0: succeeded with the strategy people left it on the in the little tin and they scratched it in the tin i don't
1: know why i didn't do that they have a yeah they have a pin they That's have important. a needle no, they, they have equipment it's yeah, not yeah, like they you have, have, a have to needle it up. thing yeah so
0: I don't know what his strategy was, but none of that is aside. It's like I have to say, just as a fan of games, I was like, buddy, but his reaction is what goes viral his reaction he will play it though I do want to give a trigger warning because like this is like the type of thing that I feel like the show should have given a trigger
1: warning for. yeah uh, I, I should say yeah i I have myself have not experienced a panic attack, but I think it could at least seem like that to people if that's yeah I mean you,
0: it's you're like this what you were gonna see on screen is him like sort of holding back you know uh holding back his stomach and uh hyperventilating he's red right in the face mm. he's shaking like it's pretty extreme and then you, you know Netflix is uh Netflix whose Twitter bio is currently Ugh. can you scroll to the side oh yeah this is relevant Yep. Yeah. Netflix, whose Twitter bio is currently Leanne from Squid Game Challenge, please be my mom. Um, Leanne is the mom. It's all it's all in lowercase. Netflix is so personable. They're so personable. They're such a human. I'm going to defend them in the comments and say it was actually only five hours. They tweeted 299 had one of the most dramatic reality show exits of all time. And this is the exit. Again, uh, we'll put a timestamp. Um, it's a 37 second clip, though. So about 40 seconds from now, jump a minute ahead to not watch this.
2: They
1: say they're games But they're not Player 299 Eliminated
0: I mean that kind of has everything. That kind of has everything from the show. It's
1: very hard to watch, and um, I mean honestly, this is the part is the part that feels closest to Squid Game. Yeah, that was legitimately sad and painful. The uh,
0: the reason though that we went all through this rigmarole of giving this person's backstory and all this stuff is that two things: uh, one, we have a TikTok from Spencer talking about his experience, and then two, there's something that he might include that was like left out. But if not, I'll fill, I'll fill it in as well. So let's just watch this TikTok first. We all respond to stress differently, whether because of our genetics, the way we're raised or our current circumstance. I've had a little bit of a history of anxiety. Uh, I didn't expect to have anything weird happen when I got on the show. But then in a, I was put in a position where I needed to make a choice for myself and for dozens of other people that would affect whether or not they received millions of dollars. Uh, in that situation, I responded in a weird way. Um, I started gagging. So I was not acting. No, I do not deserve an Oscar. Um, and yes, it was all embarrassing and real.
1: I'm glad <laughs> clearly he's been able to leverage this into a kind of a social form. I, I actually like,
0: I, maybe the only silver lining here is that he's able to leverage this and people can see that he's like a real person with real yeah. emotions and a real story to tell. And one of the elements of that story, and this is something that I do believe he's talked about and we will definitely need to source this before I just throw this out there, but uh, he's a cancer survivor. Really? And that, like, I don't think that fit their, like, everybody picking on him narrative.
1: Oh, yeah. And so they just, like, left it out. Which, I mean... Yeah, I'd say in most circumstances that's the kind of story they would use for dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. A but, not like if, but not if uh, he fucks it. Fu- he fucks it up for he's everybody. He's the nerd. He's that's the bad thing. nerd, and he can't. You know, let's beat him up. Don't ask him questions about his life. Ah, he's anxious. Let's kick him. Yeah, you know, like,
0: loser. Um, so, can this. you Google Spencer Squid Game cancer to make sure that we don't? Yeah. Okay, so in this Deadline article titled Squid Game, The Challenge Player Spencer... Nope, never mind. Don't need to read the title. In this Deadline article, I I read it. I was like, what is the title of this article? I'm sorry. Oh, all right. Don't need to read it, but I was curious. Thank you for humoring me. It's funny they call it a cookie competition. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So in this Deadline article, Spencer says, I wasn't a diehard fan. The biggest reason I signed up for the show was a few years ago, I recovered from cancer. And with that, I became much more intentional about the things I wanted in my life, meaning deep human connections and unique experiences. And I think that's very respectable and something that we should have known about Spencer. Like, I think that's a failure of the production.
1: And that's also a part of his story that is, like, admirable, regardless of how the show resolves. And I guess they just didn't want anything like fulfilling (laughs) about this they only wanted suffering it can't be like part of someone's journey up this is exactly with a host maybe you even resolve that and you go like yeah well did you get anything out of the experience for what it was you know yes instead it's like no he died goodbye they they decided and this is just
0: how reality tv um can sort of not show the full picture uh, to For the sake of a narrative Which is always doing 100% of the time No matter the slightest The slightest amount of um, uh, Obscuring information Or um, like omission He is a strong person He is yeah. He has gone through adversity He has you know Like he, you know He is like someone Who I think people could like See the humanity in and, and uh, look up to even and you know like relate to, but he is only portrayed for
1: this tr- this trope. He's the yeah. anxious anxious guy, which is kind of I think maybe one of the things that's. The producers and I know we just have to keep using it in abstract terms because we, you know, Netflix benefits from the fact that nobody knows who's doing anything. That's like part of their gambit. They I, underpay people because nobody knows who is involved in projects and blah blah blah.
0: I also hope I'm not infantilizing him or anything by saying like, oh, he's has you know something because he went through this experience. Oh no, but I mean he, I highlighted it himself. Yeah, he highlighted himself. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, I, I just you know, no, sometimes second so. guessing
1: myself. I, yeah. no, that's respectful. I, I think that's right. He. If this show I mean Obviously they don't Understand Squid Game But let's take away Just like the The themes of capital In Squid Game That's it's own thing Mm -hmm. It's the main theme But they've already Ignored that So I guess we'll just We'll just drop that Yeah Uh, One of the things About Squid Game Is that like it's weird to call it levity, because it's still in a death game. But there, it is full. The main protagonist, especially, is like a very achingly sincere person. Right. And that's what anchors a show that's literally the entire rest of the cast are very, very cynical, very intense. The main character of the original Squid Game is the one that figures out you need to lick the little candy to loosen it up, because he's, you know, touch with his inner child. He's a weird little guy, whatever. I feel like they... This is so much more hateful like yeah in compared to a show about people being killed this is so much more like mocking it's laughing at and like look this guy everybody everybody's making fun of him and he died the only
0: person who is given a redeeming story thus far is uh is leanne the mom and they're doing this on purpose but she is also the only person who feels like they should be on this game because she's like hey, I'm getting up there in years, I wanna to prove to myself that I can do this. And that is the amount of stakes that I think we as an audience should be comfortable with yeah. in a game like this. Whereas like, I don't want it to be like, you're hijacking the empathy of the audience by being like, this is Joe, he needs this to save the house, <laughs> now watch him run. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. That doesn't, oh, he dripped. Bye oh, and bye. Oh, sorry. Oh, now you get to be sad. Wah, you get wah. to be sad. Keep watching.
1: <laughs> Are you still watching? Do you remember I Like Green Light? Squid no?
0: Game? <laughs> Anyone? Roblox? No um, but yeah, I kind of think, when I was watching it, uh, I was watching it over Zoom with Anastasia where we were taking notes, and I was like... I don't think I could have watched this if it weren't for this show. Because oh, yeah. if I didn't have a place to sort of get all these thoughts out, then it uh, would be one thing. Oh what? special delivery, by the way. Oh I, I called this one oh. in I called this one in. Let's go. We B. got the this is two podcasts yeah. This is two pods in a row. <laughs> we had uh, the the croissant delivery. Thank you, BB. Yes. You Two, two in a row that have been
1: betrayed by uh, the good friend. of uh, uh,
0: Jordan's been betrayed by Phil's twice in a row. It's okay. Nothing personal. We still love you, Phil's. Oh, oh you're you saying you probably would not have watched it? I would not. Yeah. I do think that now that we've, we've now recorded a n- close to three hour episode <laughs> of the show. I do feel like I will continue t- to watch the show because I think it's only got one more batch of episodes left. Yeah. And then we'll, I think we can just report
1: back and see if it redeems itself, though I do not think it's in a redeemable state. No, I mean, the show, as I said, you know, we said at the beginning, its foundations are wrong. The show would have to be rebuilt, which obviously it wouldn't be, but there's like, I think there's just a fundamental issue with the way that the games work, Mm -hmm. what the games are supposed to do in the original show. The games are like deceptively simple in the original show because most of the drama is figuring out what are they gonna be, how do I prepare, how do I figure it out, in this show, all the puzzles are solved. All the techniques are solved. All the drama is sap from it. Maybe do all of that if you're going to lean into the characters. Oh, no, that's not a thing either. <laughs> we don't care about them okay, either. Okay,
0: not all the games are solved because uh, they introduced
1: battleship
0: into a squid game <laughs> really? and they didn't do that in their
1: regular games That's true, it's almost like an even less skilled
0: game it is it was like remarkable <laughs> it felt like a something mr beast would do <laughs>
1: like, it like didn't fit yeah it's uh i mean honestly i think the solution to the didn't show... mr
0: beast play battleship he played human battleship in it yeah video. i
1: believe so dude but uh these you know he's, not that i i again
0: not uh not mr beast defenders here it's more uh he made the squid
1: game thing and so that's why he's coming up i think i think it's very noticeable that he also with like a a, a penny on the budget of this show well yeah also made it and also made it interesting yeah with i mean like you said He just had a host. There's one hack. Yeah, he lent into like interesting people as opposed to tragic figures. Not that tragic figures shouldn't have a chance here, but like in this sort of thing, it feels like tragedy porn. It feels like it's only the tragedy and no other element. Honestly, you could fix all of this for me to some to some respect by paying all of them. Oh, brother, you are bringing it home. No, that's not how that works.
0: Okay, (laughs) Um, I'm not a math guy. I don't know. Uh, I want to see a version of the show where everyone gets ten thousand dollars and they still play the games for fun. It is
1: so affordable. Make the cash smaller. I don't care. Make the at least cover what living expenses would be while they're on the show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Give them $2,000. People are having
1: to like take off work. So the opportunity cost,
0: that's the crazy thing too. The I don't know what, if they had a per diem, but it seemed like, and per diem is a thing like a daily stipend or whatever that you get to live.
1: But, uh, but they don't, they give them a can of food. So they, they give, give them a can of
0: food. <laughs> I was, also, I also wrote down, um, man, imagine if there were chefs who were trying really hard on the food that they keep shitting on. And they were like, "Oh fuck, they didn't like it." <laughs> no, but they probably made the food bad because it's Squid Game or whatever. Um, but yeah, they could totally have afforded to give a participation fee. Mr. Beast did this. Mm. Oh fuck, Mr. Beast! God damn it, I'm tired of talking about Mr. Beast. But he did do the thing where he's just like, "You can leave. You can take, take the money." Yeah. And then immediately he was like, hundred people are gone, or ten people are gone, or whatever the fuck." It wasn't hundred people. I don't think he spent that kind of money, but it was a thing where he was like, "Hey, if if guaranteed ten grand is worth it to you, take it. That would that is life changing money for so if many you, people.
1: Yeah, that is that pays off uh, many cars. It pays off many medical debts. It covers rent while you say seek a new job. Like it.
2: it
1: yeah, it's like it's just so like I mean that, that I that I do think is partly the result of like a. I think you know." We, we said our thoughts on Jimmy here and there. I have nothing against Jimmy, you know, whatever. Yeah. It, I do think that was a conscious decision on his part. He's a lot more conscientious about that kind of stuff and respect for that.
0: Well, due but, to criticism. But, you yeah, know, yeah, part, yeah not, not in
1: part, like due to criticism from know. people, valid criticism. But he is also the face of the production and has to act with a little bit of tact. But the anonymous, uh, the, the, you know, benefactors behind this project, they can do literally whatever they want because nobody is going to tweet at the executive board of Netflix. Nothing about this show changes if you take the cute
0: little 456, the $4.56 million, and you change that to $1 million, and you take the other $3.56 million, and you at least offer some sort of parachute for the opportunity cost that people are spending on the game. Because I think it riles up the emotions and stuff to an unhealthy degree. and they don't get to benefit, not that people should all, or sorry, not that like, I get it's a game, you know, participation trophy, soy boy, whatever. Like, I, I, I don't know, it just, if these, if you, okay. I think that if you are sourcing people that all, when they're telling their stories, it's
1: all financial needs oh they screened for people in desperate situations yeah.
0: if you're doing that then you should there should have been a uh uh some sort of baseline you know you get something or or you get the opportunity because giving the opportunity means it's a part of the game you get to you get uh you get to um decide to stop like this happens in game shows all the time. Do you want to stay where you're at or do you want to keep playing? Do you want to be a millionaire? And then they go, (laughs) ah, I don't, I don't, do I want to, and then you like look in the crowd, should I keep playing? Everybody says, and then someone
1: can go, for me, guaranteed money, I need it, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. Peace out, guys. And maybe a little bit of interpersonal drama when their friend is staying, but they're going and yeah. oh, what's, which by, by the way, um they don't get money out of it, but that does happen in the show. Yeah. There is a moment where they're given the opportunity to go home. Yeah and who will or won't or who will and won't come back is A really compelling part of the drama. Yeah, but they don't care about characters. So what?
0: Yeah, so it's just, and this isn't. I'm not trying to turn it into charity. I'm saying a reallocation (laughs) of resources would probably make for a better show. Reallocation of the existing resources within. And that is get, us being cynical about it. Like, yeah. if you
1: just want to think about the numbers, also, hey, one successful class action lawsuit, you've lost a lot more fucking money than that.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like you might have one on your hands, <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: allegedly. And also, we're not lawyers, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. I wouldn't be. I'm not going to be involved. I wasn't on the show. I'm just. Well, I'm kind of a lawyer. Yeah, cynically, lawyers. cynically, you'd pay some of this money to avoid the bad press. Yeah, but maybe also cynically. The show is
1: doing gangbusters anyway. what does anyway? the bad press do? Yeah. yeah. If you don't care.
0: Yeah, if no one cares. God,
1: it is like an it, it is like the perfect counter to everything. It's like, it's like you, know, you could avoid made money, all. You don't this. don't care. Yeah. The cruelty, you could have been less cruel. And they're like, to what and what do I get? And what, what do I do get? Yeah. yeah. There's not
0: anything bad that happens
1: to me. From Would it that. cost more money? No, it costs more. There should, should be
0: consequences oh. to, to to uh harming people.
1: Yeah. Can I just say? Um, when you say for, it's a two-hour shoot and it's a nine-hour shoot, something should happen. Something should happen. <laughs> when people freeze, that should be a consequence. I understand
0: that it's in the contract or whatever, but still, that feels like a moral failing.
1: Dude, this is—I mean, this is Americans coping with healthcare kind of stuff. I hear still yeah. a lot, which is like, yeah, well, that's what your deductible is. It said it. I'm like, sorry, I'm iron a lot of the earth are from places where you just get the healthcare and it's like obscene that you would have to pay for it. Oh, it's like that girl
0: who, or that that young woman who was like fresh out of, like in her first job. Yeah, and And she was like, hey, I like my job. Um, Everything's great. I commute so much that I don't have time to live my life. And then the response was like, Welcome to the real world, ma'am. You, you gotta get with the program. I went through this, mm-hmm. so you have to go through it. That's how it and works. And it's like when you went through it, a house was a nickel and
1: everyone got <laughs> yeah. one for free. And even if it wasn't, why do you want someone to suffer? For you, no reason. For no reason. It doesn't take really away from you. Your grandfather was in World War II. Do yeah. you think you should have been in World War yeah, II? Yeah,
0: that's the thing. But every the response to that was not this girl saying, uh actually i'm enjoying my job i'm i'm working hard i'm enjoy- like all of it was like they're complaining she wasn't complaining she was just saying i'm spending too many hours commuting it's making me sad and it's making me sad and i don't have time for hobbies
1: that is valid yeah. and that is like yeah. and not well hold on like also like not everyone does go through that we've had shitty jobs we have great jobs whatever my commute has never been that long no i've had walking commute at one point i had some decent bus commutes, but never longer than 30 minutes or so, it is different. That's that's not hey, the universal what? experience.
0: I had a privilege of being paid a wage where I could afford to live uh, close enough to work. Yes. The issue is that oftentimes these wages are not... Uh, congruent with the place that the work is so you can't get in the fucking uh attack on titan wall maria of (laughs)
1: of the property rates (laughs) like rising you know what i mean and you're burning cash on like just trying to live a little yeah yeah because you're not just on travel i mean some places have affordable public transport but even then the way you have to re-engineer your life around that the amount that you may have to just end up spending on food while you're on the way or back from work. Like that's when you have dinner and then you go to bed and go to sleep while you're also, you know, probably if you're doing your first big job, you're probably in your first big apartment or like some Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. recent move. It's just Or nowadays you're at home because it's the, if you can be, you know, if you didn't have to relocate for work. That's my boomer. uh instinct that i think i had to challenge uh, especially around covid yeah was uh well yeah, yeah, you should you should move out get some experience with the real world and like well yeah but i went to college and that's why i could do that and then i went to a patreon and that's why i could do that there was no skill that i had that made that i didn't work harder to make that viable it was just fortunate it could have been a job i was good at and that love i love the didn't give me that opportunity didn't even have houses close enough to walk yeah i've still never had a car you know what i mean like because i've never had to had a car for work i uber here when we record the show yeah and then i don't go anywhere for a week and i don't commute i live here (laughs) yeah that's true this is my
0: real house you're living in your house a lot we we uh uh that's the funny thing is like I I do think there's like benefits, and this is a topic for another show because we have to wrap this up. It's we our timer says three hours and six minutes. You little freaks Um, get all this content. (laughs) But yeah, like I um I always think it's funny when they make sets that look like places, and I'm like, no, this is I live
1: here. Yeah, (laughs) this is
0: actually a real place. Um, That's why that's why
1: I was worried about the address on the back because it could be the real one. Yeah. All right. We.
0: Did it. We end every episode of Sad Boys with a particular phrase. We love you. And we're sorry. We have to go record the Patreon
1: episode. <laughs> uh, we're
0: gonna go talk about the our our embarrassing Spotify wrapped mm. on patreon.com slash Sad Boys, so go check that out. If you are so inclined, it's five dollars but you don't need it. It's you know discretionary entertainment spending. Let's go back and forth. Just guess an artist that the other person has. Alright, so I've got my number five ready. Me. Oh, hit me with a clue. Um it's an awfully hot uh coffee pot.
1: Machine Gun Kelly's friend, Eminem <laughs>
0: Yeah, for some reason, Eminem is my number 5 I do not know why <laughs> Oh, 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 oh.
1: J.I.D. Yep, number 4
0: Gucci girl, girl you doing, you future my money, go Go too rich
2: for me